Well, actually, things are going real well with the XFL. I'm glad you asked. All sports canceled. Who the hell do you think you are? You know, my mantra is get these hands. Right now, I need everybody to wash these hands. Wash these hands. Wash these hands. I'm going to WrestleMania. Yeah, well, not anymore, you're not. We are. I've, I've reused that one a bit to, it's fair to say it's still appropriate like it's yeah I, I think maybe I'll get rid of the, the Wrestlemania bit at the end mm. or like even the all sports cancelled because all sports are nearly back now but sure look it sure yeah, all, look sp- it. all sports cancelled not anymore they're not boom just yeah. sticks the two things together merge them together <laughs> so perfect God, perfect that man's a genius he's a genius uh, Nicky has I'm a new a PC so Nicky has a new PC, so his computer or his mic sounds a little bit odd today. So it'll be fine next week, but I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. It Possibly. sounds okay, but it's not as beautiful as it normally is. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, it actually, sounded a bit better there. Actually, now that I say it, <laughs> <laughs> I played with some more settings. I'm just messing with some settings to see if it makes a difference. I don't know if it does. I yeah, leave yeah. There. We good? <laughs> okay, I'll keep it at this. So yeah, I don't. It, it sounds back. like. What, what was the last thing you changed? What did the last thing you changed? <laughs> There's no volume setting that's up full blast by any chance, is there? That's the only thing I'm thinking. I'll turn things down a little and see. Oh, there, that there, sounds there, good. There. David, there, it's perfect. There? there. Yeah, that's or maybe your head position being there. I don't know what's working, but something is working. Something's, something's <laughs> better. Cool. We'll go with this. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so you've got Steve, Gordo, and Nikki for episode 151 of the Alleged Wrestling Podcast. How are we? It's a grand. I'm eating pizza. So tired. I went to now 17k walk today for the lols. Jesus Christ. My God. Eh, I was bored. Lisa's the Lisa's gone, Fitz is gone, I'm here on my own with the dog, so went for a walk. It was a nice day until it started raining on the way back. Uh, what was going on yesterday? It literally didn't stop raining from early in the morning until like the dead of night. Non-stop rain. It was crazy. But sure look at that's Galway for you. Yeah. Uh, sure. Anyway, what's going on in the world? We were supposed the pubs were supposed to be reopened in Ireland on Monday, like properly reopened, not this weird nine All euro pubs meal thing. Canceled. All pubs have <laughs> been cancelled, so our phase four has been pushed back until the tenth of August. Probably the right call, I'd say. I I, I don't see it happening on the tenth of August either. But we'll see. No. They're it's saying that silly. if we. If they're saying that if we hit 100 cases again, they're going back a phase. Makes sense. Yeah, stupid fucking Sucks Dublin. because we've made progress and we could do things again now, but still, it makes sense. People of Dublin, stay in your homes, for the love of God. You're ruining <laughs> it for the rest of us. People of the world, stay in your fucking countries. Just... <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. 
There is no uh, need I mean for travel. Bothers, I mean, about people coming in and out of the country. I don't understand people leaving the country right now and going to other places. You're at risk of bringing it back. And I say that as someone who loves his foreign holidays. And I know someone who loves him even more than me, who is a friend and sometimes contributor of the podcast, who goes on at least three or four foreign holidays a year, who is having a rough time with holidays this year. And it's killing him that he can't go anywhere. And he's going to listen back to this and he's going to be really upset. But uh, yeah, it's, it's have a bit of fucking common sense. Sit at yeah. home and surround yourselves with the people that you can and enjoy spending time with the people that you can. And if all else fails, do what we do and get shit faced. Yep. Yeah, exactly. I've already um, pre-cracked mine, so I'll give you one of these. A libation, puff of all. Oh, spicy. Oh, oh, vinegar strokes. Oh, one before and one after. Got them both in. <laughs> That's never my, my happened. My hands are out of reach, so I had to try and reach for them with one hand and then open it with the other. It's kind of a weird... Yeah, there's like there's a weird thing where the Friday evening podcast was cool. You know, you got you got home from work. It was you know um, a bit of a sprint getting home, getting set up. But at least you know you sat down, talk shit about wrestling. You have a couple of beers. Yeah, after getting home, working at home for the year. Right? Yeah, 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 exactly. It's, it's different now. So now we have it's Saturday night. You know, it's weird. It's like the pre-drinking thing, but you have nowhere to go after it. But it kind of gives you an excuse to kick back and open a beer in the evening. So I kind of I kind of like the Saturday ones too. Yeah, um, works. Yeah. Before I go downstairs and play drinking games with the lads. Yeah. Well, like when everything is open again in 2023, um, it'll be cool kind of, you know, we could be this, you know. Vaccine will come someday. Someday. We'll do it. As soon as it comes. (laughs) As soon as the vaccine comes, there'll be a new strain that's slightly different that the vaccine doesn't cover. That's how this shit works. Super COVID. I'm telling you, it's going to happen. It'll be from some lad eating a slug or something next time round. Like it's. Yeah. (laughs) COVID 19.1. Oh God! Yeah, not a new version. Don't eat slugs. <laughs> Just saying. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's cool because, like you know, on the Saturday nights or whatever, we can start playing a few tunes after the show or something. If people are heading out, we'd have to crack with them, play a bit of music, be fun. Um, yeah, Saturday nights could work. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Better than the Saturday mornings that we tried for two or three oh, weeks. That was rough. <laughs> I can't remember why it had to be that way, but oh man, that was a bad idea. That was so people could go out that night and wouldn't have to yeah. be in the pod. Just get yeah. out that early. Oh, yeah. Fitz wanted to go out after work. Imagine that. People were able to go to the pub after work. What a time to be and alive. I, and I think I was wary of people being in and out of our house because our house became a session house for a while. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but the main reason for that is now gone. So you're fine. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't want to say it. He is the reason I'm missing the pod next week, however. <laughs> <laughs> the, oh, shit, basically all of our week. decisions oh sorry I was going to say you heading down to Friday or Saturday I'm going to plan my next weekend around this uh, I'm going down Saturday cool I, is there any room potentially for me if I decide yeah, to go probably is yeah not 100% sure if I'm going to go or not yet this is the we, we would have this would have encountered this last year as well the annual uh, session in the backyard for one of the lads yeah okay actually uh, do you know what I think Kira's niece's birthday is next weekend. Her birthday is today, or during the week. They're having a small little thing today, but they're having a birthday party, and I'm pretty sure it's next Saturday. So I would also be out of next Saturday. <laughs> Shit. It's, we're not even fit to do a solo podcast. It'll be oh, could you imagine how much shite he'll talk about how much he loves Canadian destroyers? Oh, God. It'd be <laughs> torture. let Google do a funeral. <laughs> um. 
yeah we might we might have to go back to fridays next week <laughs> I'm, I'm working till midnight but fire away without me <laughs> yeah it might have to be fridays next week we, we made it two weeks lads see my whole plan was look we'll just keep consistent okay no matter what be on discord for 555 we'll be on the air for six and you know people are it'll make the adjustment a bit easier like antox said earlier you can't adjust to the saturday show but if we kept it consistent for a couple of weeks a couple of months people are getting in the hang of it Two weeks in, and we and three of us can't do the show. <laughs> oh shit! Sorry about hey, that. We, noise. Could, we could do it live. Could do it live from Aiden's backyard. Could do, yeah, on shitty headsets, and I'll do it from a kid's <laughs> birthday party. <laughs> okay, so there's either we're either going to we're either going to do it Friday next week. There's either going to be no show, or we're all going to do it on our phones, and it's going to be <laughs> awful. <laughs> That's probably no worse than some of the so-called professional podcasts oh, that we've heard out there. Dear God. That's true. I would that's a nice that's as good a segue as I'm going to get um, Good Brothers had Ryan Satin on and I think he's a great interviewer he did, I think he did a very good job with it uh, I, I did notice that the three professional wrestlers were the ones that know how to speak into a microphone and the professional broadcaster doesn't he was shouting shouting from a fucking uh, a meter away from the microphone or whatever it drove me crazy I, I, I have no time for it but but the countdown to Fucktown expired at midnight Eastern last night. I was up anyway, and I said, you know what? I'm going to watch this live. So that no matter what, if they say something mental, I would have heard it before they edited it out. <laughs> um, but have you listened to it? It's uh, Gallows Anderson and Rocky Romero popped in for a little bit, uh, interviewed by Ryan Satin about their releases and such. Yeah, I had not heard know, anything. Did you ever listen there last night? was up late playing untitled sports game until like oh, 7 o'clock this morning. Traitor. I'm, I'm, I'm betraying everyone the last couple of weeks anyway. Yeah, so big traitor. Traitor all around. But yeah, no, listen to it. Uh, interesting. Very interesting. Some... Yeah. I loved it. Um, there's a lot of stuff that you've heard, you know, before. We will get into some of the more specifics, um, but the, the lead really is that they have signed a two-year deal with Impact. Um, they can also work with New Japan and Impact are going to work around their New Japan schedule as well. So it seems like they signed their book so that they could work with New Japan, basically. The yeah. New Japan dates take priority, from what I could tell. Um, and they'll be back oh. in New Japan literally as soon as they can fly. Nice. I think, I think getting back to New Japan is a legacy thing for them. Especially for Carl Anderson. Jeez, I mean, he yeah. he's synonymous with New Japan. He brought up a thing. It's funny that you said that. He mentioned that when he was uh, in the dojo, it was him, Okada, Naito, and Yoshihashi. And all of them have gone on to do, you know, you know, Okada and Naito have done great yeah, things. Like, Yoshihashi, really? <laughs> well, he put Yoshihashi we, we over speak, big time. We don't speak of Yoshihashi. He did that thing where he slid into the ring post and bust himself open. That's yeah. something, right? But uh, I think he, he put over Yoshihashi big time, but I think he more meant, you know, look the runs that Okada and Naito have had. And it seems like there's a little bit of a, a regret, regret there for him. So they brought up the Bullet Club. Um, they mentioned, you know, that the evil thing was cool. Um, and spoiler alert, evil has won the uh, IWGP Intercontinental title and the heavyweight title out of nowhere. It, it just seemed, I know he won a tournament to get there, but even then you're like, evil won it? That's weird. Everything, um, everything is evil. With a lot of help from Bullet Club, though. Yeah, yeah. Dick um, fucking Togo, lads. And Dick Togo, yeah. Dick Togo. <laughs> Togo is Bullet Club. Dick Togo is relevant in 2020. Now they didn't necessarily say they were going back to join the Bullet Club. 
Um, so, I mean, they'd be crazy not to. Think of the merch. But let's see. Unless, I mean, they've got a good Japanese contingent of Bullet Club at this point over there. They could do another Bullet Club split. The mm. Gaijin versus the Japs. Firing Squad. Just use the Firing mm. Squad. It was such a great name. Yeah. yeah. Bullet Club Bullet. Wolfpack. <laughs> um, so there's stuff then um, a lot AJ of stuff, stuff that you've re- yeah, a, a lot of the stuff you've heard in the rumour mills they confirmed it all <laughs> everything you've heard about the Good Brothers and AJ Styles it's all true basically um, he mentioned Slammiversary tonight they will be on it uh, he says you won't believe the surprise Gallo said you won't believe the surprises they have planned for Slammiversary I assume it was taped last night or whatever um, maybe it's live I don't know what uh, he says, you know, kind of their impact believes in them and they're backing Talk uh, Talking Shop of Mania, which was recorded last week with a weird cast of characters. Enzo is there, Heath Slater, members of Raven's Flock, and they're calling them Raven's Flock, but Raven himself is not there. <laughs> it's a very strange, <laughs> but the main event is amazing. It's Chad Too Bad versus Sex Ferguson in a boner yard match. <laughs> nice, nice. But when uh, is this, this releasing? Uh, first, first of, of August. August. Nice. They said um, Gallows had to buy a hearse for the Boner Yard, Boner Yard match, um, and he said it's the new official, the official vehicle of Talking Shop. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it looks great. I think Brian Pillman Jr. I spotted in there as well. There's a lot of uh, decent kind of names there. Uh, Brian Myers. Uh, I've already forgotten his goddamn TV name. Kurt he, Hawkins. What's Kurt Hawkins, yeah. You know when they change the name over on Twitter, and you just that's all you see for a while, but... Uh, but yeah, they got into the creative issues. Uh, Carl is not happy about the Halloween match where he had to put a pumpkin on his head and go through a table. Yeah. They said they... So they joined in 2016. They they joined... Because I know I was at the Raw after WrestleMania that year. And we thought that they were debuting there. The fuckers debuted the next week. We're like, what? <laughs> Who debuts the Raw on the Raw after Raw? WrestleMania? Or whatever the hell in some called. random town that probably didn't know who they were. Whereas yeah. if you do the Raw after Mania, you're going to get the big pop. But yeah. Anyway. Yep. Um, so they said, so that was uh, March or well, April 2016. They said as of October, November 2016, they wanted out. So they were there six months and they were ready to leave. So it's really every time a tag team leaves WWE, there's a pattern emerging here. You know that they're just they're so fed up. One of the lines was uh, some writer or some producer said, "You know, we put the WWE tag team titles on there or on you guys. We wanted you to have that." He was like, "Wanted you to have that? I don't give a fuck." <laughs> it's the same with the revival. Yeah, if I remember, they said that to Anderson, which I'm like, this lad main event at the Tokyo Dome, and he thinks that. <laughs> Like, you think he should be happy that you put a fucking title that looks like a squashed penny on him. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's strange. That's their logic for tag teams. It's like, the Revival said the same thing. They didn't want to win yeah. the titles. They didn't care. It's just a prop. They, they wanted, wanted some good stories. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, we've, we've said it many times on this. Tag wrestling is a different art form. And the people who are into it and who, are, who have longer careers in it seem to see it as they want to leave their mark on it and they want and they don't care about the title side of it they literally they just want to be as i said earlier a legacy thing like going back to new japan is going to be a legacy thing for them they want to leave that mark and they want to have those moments where someone turn around and say do you remember that match between x and y like the revival versus diy as amazing as it was with the titles on the line that still would have been an incredible match without the titles on the line Revival had a couple of matches with other teams like American Alpha and stuff like that where neither of them had the titles. They had their own little side feuds for a while. Ayo. 
AOP as well the great matches with those guys yeah you know and these were all stages where there was there was times where there was titles involved times there weren't if you were to ask me now which ones had titles involved I probably couldn't fucking name them they were just they were great matches and that's what these guys want in these situations they want to be able to leave a mark and want to be able to look back and say you know what I can look back on these matches I can show my kids and say this is stuff I've done and like obviously uh, isn't the Gallows' kid is involved in talking shop mania yeah he's on the show as well yeah <laughs> you know and and, like, and Anderson like, said he watched the main event with his son and he's like you know that I just say these words you're not allowed to repeat them but he said his, his kid was crying laughing at the match and there's some yeah. clips of it at the end of the podcast so if you don't listen to the whole thing skip to the last 10 minutes I think it is and they play a trailer for it and it's something else they did they did a yeah. thing with the the druids as well <laughs> like they chad too bad and sex ferguson have to put their difference aside and fight back to back against the druids it's like one last time yeah fuck you Boof. looks great <laughs> looks it looks like an utter shit show enzo was cutting a promo and saying that gallows can't afford this and he's not gonna make a penny on it and yeah could be could be good I just, yeah. I just, a world where Enzo exists with Chad Too Bad and Sex Ferguson. I'm, I mean, I'm going to buy that. I'm going to want to see what's going on there. I'm a Actually, simple man. You're going to buy it. Put money on it. Like, it's not like I it. might do. I might do. I, I think I will. I think I'm going to. I think I'm going to put money down on this. No, well, I want this down. in 4K, lads. <laughs> I want the proper version of this because it's going to. Oh be my god, good. 4K on my lovely new fancy 55-inch TV, please. <laughs> Uh, they mentioned how they had they had met with Kenny in the books um, in December before AEW was launched or something, um, or it was even earlier that I think it was like a year before yeah, AEW started. Something, yeah, it was like 2018. I think he said it was ages into it. Um, but they had the plan that they were going to come in and they were going to be all pally pally, I believe, with the young bucks, and then they just beat the shit out of them, and that was going to be their debut on Dynamite on the first episode of Dynamite. That was the plan. Um, and they, would oh, it would have been good. And they feel like they they were very they've shown great remorse too. They feel like they've let them down, and they feel like they fucked everyone over. Um, but the thing was that they renewed those contracts, and they were on a million dollars or something each. Yeah, um, they say it was like they were offered something like it was. They said they were offered a two year deal or something like that, whereas with good money. Mm-hmm. But then WWE turned around and basically backed up the truck on a five year deal, and obviously there was the whole you know think of your kids. Yeah, oh, so this is the next bit. So they, much like the revival, they're saying that Triple H is full of shit. Um, Triple H said to Carl Anderson, I look at you and I see your kids. What if AEW doesn't last? I can promise you that WWE will always be here. Like, what sort of a thing? Uh, <laughs> the guilt trip, like... The, thing is that the, the problem is, the guilt trip is there, but is the decision for him to be let go anything to do with him? he might have guilt tripped with the best yes. of intentions now this is the next thing so all that stuff about Paul Heyman being what the quote was AJ used a bull faced liar um, they tell the story all, everything you've heard is true and more so oh, the pain. yeah so uh, the week at, was it the week after Wrestlemania I think it was the raw after Wrestlemania or the, no, or the, the two, two weeks the, after the stack pin. No, no, that, yeah. no, that was a couple. Of oh, that was before. before. Oh, yeah, yeah. AJ was put off TV after getting choked on by Taker. I think it was. Hmm. So AJ was off TV for a week, and the two boys were on TV. So they were supposed to be off, and they were called yeah. back to the building, and they were yeah. told that to get through, want to get through over. I'm sure you remember from Raw. Drew pins both of them. He stacks them up, and Paul Heyman says, um, 
the stack pin won't hurt you in the long run. Uh, so after they're released, which is a lot of shit, it killed them. Um, so after they're released, they ask around and they hear that it oh, way too word there, Stephen. They H-E-R-E. <laughs> it, was Paul, it was a Paul Heyman call. So they've heard that it was a Paul Heyman call. So AJ asks about it to Heyman directly and he denied it and gave AJ his word. So uh, AJ didn't believe him. He went to Vince and Vince confirmed that to AJ that it was a Heyman call and they were not on Heyman, on Vince's lists of release. Paul Heyman added them to the list. This is so, when they were obviously trying to get Heyman over as being the person in charge and at least give the facade that he was the person who was running the raw side of things. Yeah. And that was more to... I'd imagine to the wrestlers because we'd never know that unless we're told where we are where yeah. we're here. So that's a strange flex, as they say. I don't know. Um, and then AJ literally he told Gallows bury Paul Heyman. He doesn't care. He said go on there and bury Paul Heyman. I don't care. Um, and confirms the rumor that is why AJ went to SmackDown. Not the bullying thing because as they said themselves, like who's going to bully AJ Styles? It's not going to happen. <laughs> It's like one, um, he's well able to fight his own battles, and two, he's top guy. He's <laughs> yeah. like he's loved, respected. You're not going to fucking bully the guy. Like it's ridiculous. Stupidity to even insinuate that. Like, um, and then they kind of said, you know, would you come back? Um, more con- more c- rumors have confirmed. So Aaron Anderson said it would take a lot to come back, like a lot, after because he was very let down by it. Gallows, Gallows was just shooting from the hip. He didn't give a fuck. He was confirming everything. Um, Gallows <laughs> confirmed before though. He was from yeah, the WWE yeah. release thing before. So for him, it's yeah. like, fuck it. I got back. I got my second chance. Got my money. Fuck it. Yeah, that was the vibe I got off him. Uh, he confirms the rumors of the released talents being offered their jobs back on much lower money. So that was a, a rumor that was doing the rounds, and that was confirmed. What he also confirmed was that there was no mechanical issues on the plane in Saudi Arabia. What? <laughs> yeah. Shocking. Yeah, everything you've heard about Saudi Arabia is true. Not the official WWE statement or anything, but uh, Anderson said he texted his wife and told, tell, told her to tell the kids that he loves them and blah, blah, blah. He was worried. Um, yeah, the ring, the Carlos wanted to propose. Yeah. I didn't, get, I didn't gonna... get all of that. I missed some of that bit, but basically he, how he'd given... Yeah, he was planning on proposing to the wife, yeah. Yeah, they, they were like, uh, he said, okay, just make sure my kid gets the ring. Something like that. You know, they were worried. Um, and the one, the one thing that was really freaky was like going, obviously Vince and Brock left on the first plane and then there was another plane that was going to come for the SmackDown guys and then there was the others. Um, a lot of people left and he's like, what, are they just going to come in here? Oh, what, who did you say to, um, what can I think of his, uh, uh, Doc Hendricks, why can't, th- this happened last week. Why can't I think of his name? Freebird, Michael Hayes. Michael P. S. Hayes. <sighs> Good Lord, names. Um, yeah, he said, "Carl, how did you know with Doc Hendricks?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't know why. All, Let's go. all names to remember him by. Like. Why is that? Why is that stuck in my head? Um, so he asked. Um, Anderson asked him, "You know, uh, are we in a hostage situation?" He goes, "I don't know," and walked off. He's like, yeah, we're in a hostage situation. <laughs> and he was worried that he was like, are military going to come in here and gun us all down? And he started looking around. He's like, oh no, the Undertaker's here. Goldberg's here. He's like, killing off the card. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's like, those guys left another plane. He looked around, he saw AJ and Randy Orton. And he goes, if they're not there, I'd be sure they'd come in to blast us all away. <laughs> they killed <laughs> off the mid card. It was a great line. Um, 
yeah so yeah confirm that too um other stuff was just hating working the covid shows said it was like being in wrestling school again um and then they told a lot of stories about taker and aj and how they were convinced and confident they would not be released when the when the releases started coming through i want to give it i want to give it a second listen though very 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 good listen um and for as much shit as we give him as you said earlier on satin rand is very well he stayed yeah. out of the way he chimed in with his couple of bits and pieces and kind of poked and prodded to kind of lead things nicely but he very very good um yeah really good listen though if people have a bit of spare time after listening to us don't leave us yes please. don't leave us now <laughs> i know I, I know i just put the thing over big time but please stay <laughs> they won't put us yeah. over because they're a shower constant put them over but not us <laughs> um but yeah no it, it, it's it's excellent what's the actual name of the podcast now i know like talk, if you try to find it it's talk and shop talk and shop talk and shop that's it thank yeah. you um it's the thing is up on youtube there anyway the the full interview um but yeah good times um i don't know it'll be an interesting night tonight at slammiversary anyway to see what's going Ooh. on ice assume ec3 we're yeah. gonna do that we're gonna do that towards the end with the owl um we'll do lock of the week where we think where where we think people will end up next week because there's going to be a couple of these guys on dynamite next week as well so yeah i'd say so but yeah um, question, before we get to it later are you gonna drop 20 quid on some anniversary um tiamia.tv <laughs> usually a good shout like it's, it's a Saturday night and we do have Fight Island but I do also enjoy watching wrestling yes I would like to watch wrestling um, but let's see how that goes I'm sure they wouldn't mind I'm sure even they would prefer that there's eyeballs let alone yeah. money coming in like I watch very little TNA anymore I yeah. usually watch Slammiversary and what's the other big one they have Bound for Glory, Bound for Glory. Glory usually yeah. didn't watch that Bound for Glory last one but no. There's been nothing. There's been nothing to really to write about. I think the it's just that there's going to be a lot of new face. Well, old faces, we'll say, uh, showing up yeah. in TNA or in Impact tonight. Still TNA to me, damn it. Yeah, um, I suppose we'll talk about it a little bit later. Uh, Raw new all-time low rating, one point five oh four. Yes, sir. God damn. Well and earned. And if NXT didn't take such a drop in ratings this week, they would. I know who was talking about it going eventually. The combined viewers on Wednesday night are going to overtake Raw, and they would have done it this week if it wasn't for that pesky NXT rating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, I mean, it's not as bad as the ratings are showing, but I think people are just getting really fed up with the fucking COVID shows at this stage. I, I, it's just, they're miserable shows. Yeah. It just feels so meh. Yeah, and even the crowd, it's nice to have some sort of crowd reactions again, but it just feels so forced. Yeah. I need a good Chicago crowd or something, you know? Just oh, nine people years ago. dickheads. <laughs> nine Just years Philly. ago this. Nine years ago oh, yesterday, yeah. wasn't it? Yesterday, yeah. Um, yeah. The thing the is... greatest night in wrestling history. With, with the pre-planted crowd, I mean, there's... No, it's, I like when a crowd decides to turn on somebody. I think it's funny. <laughs> it's just can like... We not have them, can we not have them batting around beach balls? <laughs> oh, when Cesaro's in the ring next time, oh, they should totally have start fighting around the beach ball. Riley, Bing, and fucking Bugenhagen just batting around the beach ball. <laughs> they should have had a beach ball. Wear a face mask. Blonde one who can't wear a face mask. Oh yeah, she annoys me. The one, that was the same one who was wearing the Iconics T-shirt for booing the Iconics. Oh yeah. 
What was there a crowd? No, there wasn't a crowd for the Raw after Mania. That was an empty show no. as well, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 They should have just filled the crowd or filled the arena with beach balls then, just for the crack. Because I mean, <laughs> Jericho commented on it while he was on Raw in a backstage promo, so they're okay with the beach ball thing. It's just the arena staff aren't happy about it. Um, if a crowd does anything, don't be tend to be happy about it, boo or cheer, or whatever. So I don't think they give a fuck about the beach balls. The wrestlers do. Um, yeah, I don't know. Eye for an eye and all that. Oh, the tweet I sent you on Friday. <laughs> they put a picture of Rollins up and Ray up, and they're like, "Just think, this is the last time you're going to see Seth Rollins or Ray and Ray Mysterio with one or with both eyes." You're like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> I, I'm really interested to see how the fuck they do this or what they do because they can't like I, I can't see any possible outcome that will make any sense Ray already has a mask with one eye covered so yeah yeah. I mean that's the only thing you, you can do but still like you can't expect him to you know always have one eye covered for the rest of his life uh, you yeah, he's just gonna he's, he's gonna like have his depth perception mixed up for the first couple of matches after he comes back. He goes to jump for the ropes for the six one nine, but he jumps too early, and he ends <laughs> up just completely fucking missing. And he ends up just kicking his opponent in the arse when he tries to go for it or something like that. You're gonna do wacky shit like that. Rey Mysterio is gonna be a comedy character. It would be funny because I associate Rey Mysterio with like inch perfection with almost everything he does. So if you see Rey Mysterio start botching stuff, we're pretty funny. Yeah. No, on purpose, obviously. Like, oh yeah, um, yeah. It's gonna, it's gonna be more. Every Rey Mysterio match is gonna be more botchy than fucking uh, Sin Cara <laughs> versus Chavo Guerrero. <laughs> He's just gonna be Sin Cara. That's basically it. Yeah. What if there is recast Rey Ray Mysterio? <laughs> Rey Mysterio will now be played by Billy Kay. <laughs> hey, you leave Billy Kay alone. She's much better than the original Sin Cara. Oh god. You wouldn't see yeah. her waving off a match after fucking putting a pinky out of place. Well what if he is gone and then he has to be recast? I've got just the man for the job. Mendoza <laughs> Ray Mendoza Jr. Can we not just put yeah. can we put Cesaro under the mask? I'm good with it. But yeah, just because everything really someone different. Like. Yeah. Yeah. It's like like the fake Undertaker. This would be great. Fake Rey oh. Mysterio. Eo Shirai. Oh, are they just going to make Dominic? Are they going to want to? Oh, yeah, that's what I figure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go. He passes the mask on or whatever. But Ray's working without a contract. Wouldn't it be hilarious if he, he is losing. They're not going to have Rollins do this, but so Ray Mysterio loses on Monday night or Sunday night, and then he shows up on Dynamite with no injuries on Wednesday. The white shirt and funny. With the with the with the with the shirt, the collar, the whole lot, just full on. Yeah, full on Lex. I like Lex Luger. Yep. And just he just standing keeps pointing at his eye. <laughs> I have both of these. Standing in one section of the crowd on his own. Nobody within like around about fucking 20 meters of him. They have to zoom in a camera just to be able to see him. <laughs> and the commentators weren't filled in and I'm not even sure if they're allowed to say his name on television. But that's he doesn't have good. the mask and everyone forgets what he actually looks like so, so long since they've seen him unmasked. Like, the <laughs> yeah. fuck are we looking? JR is like... I was like, the fuck is this? This is this. Am I, why am I commentating on dark? Do you know, it's, it has been so long that since Rey Mysterio was unmasked that it would be shocking again. It's a, it's kind of reset, I think, because it. I mean, what was it? Mid nineties. Yeah, like he hasn't been unmasked with WWE at all. Like I mean, obviously he never, was unmasked, but they never they never properly showed his face. He never had a run no. unmasked like since yeah. WCW. Yeah, 
It'd be cool. And then obviously there's shit tons of new fans that have just never seen him unmasked. I mean, they wouldn't yeah. go out of their way to Google it, you know. But yeah, that could be interesting. 1999, Antox says. There you go, 21 mm. years. So, yeah. And unmasked it's, Ray Mysterio, it'd still be more interesting than 99% of what they fucking put out on Raw the last couple it, of weeks. It really, really would. Where is Austin Theory? Um, was he not? He was imp- implicated. Hmm. Perhaps he had COVID also. Yeah. Seamus. Yeah, I think Seamus had COVID. He showed yeah, up this week again. He's back now. So was Kayla uh, back too. Yeah. Kayla, the, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say the, the Seamus Jeff match is not on the horror show. No, they said see you next week on SmackDown. Yeah. Yep. What was that? And I checked Wikipedia. It has been removed from the matches on Wikipedia mm-hmm. for Sunday. So it's just a ratings grab or whatever for. They probably Maybe changed they thought, it already. And... They probably thought there was too many cinematic matches on the show because there was. And what's the horror it. part of a bar fight? I guess it'd just be something on SmackDown. Yeah. Open SmackDown next week, mid-fight of the bar fight. That'd be fun. Just straight into to, the I was action. Ask, I was about to ask what's the horror aspect of Apollo Crews versus MVP, but then I realized MVP on the pay-per-view. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we'll get to it later on. Um, yeah. AEW, we'll, we'll start off there. Um, I have to bring up the Canadian Destroyer I sound like an old man but I don't think I'm oh, old there. it was dirt <laughs> it was so stupid like I, I I, it was I wouldn't have minded it only for the whole Nick holding Matt's leg to keep him balanced yeah. for take the Canadian Destroyer like and Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus taking a bump <laughs> it's like why oh, are yeah. you falling over <laughs> we said it last week we joked what are they going to do for a Canadian Destroyer spot next week and there we have it um, so what are they going to do for a Canadian Destroyer spot next? <laughs> Fire? Uh, you're, they, they, have the top, they haven't done that off the top of the big circle thingies that they come out on yet. They could do a Canadian Destroyer off that. Oh, there we go. True. There you go. There we go. Or Cody's little chandelier thing. You know? Whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. A double, a double flip Destroyer off the chandelier. <laughs> there we go. The world's first dies. double flip Destroyer. But how do you incorporate some sort of vehicle driving into the arena into that? I well, guess you could, oh, you could you do have it. to actually be able to start what? The, the truck, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if uh, somebody is driving in and someone is in fighting in the back of the truck and they just do a Canadian destroyer on a moving car? Oh. That could work. I'm giving them what, ideas here now. What if the Lucha brothers are fighting? Well, uh, Phoenix is fighting one of the FTR boys in the back of the truck, but then they do the destroyer out of the truck. Oh. Or you could do a destroyer from the commentary table onto the truck that's driving. And then they leave. And they both get... No, I was going to say they both get counted out, but there's no rules, so... (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if Fitz is here to defend this. (laughs) Oh, this is great. We always have to tiptoe around them. <laughs> I, I will give him credit. I will give him credit. Before he got abducted by aliens and probed on his way to a Saudi airport, um, <laughs> he he did slate some of the spots that were on AEW this week. He did. He did. Um, yeah. Even it, like it was, it's a bad time when even Fitz is agreeing that some of these spots are shite. Yeah, because you know he's not but a spot monkey himself. Like, um, mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah was, I I felt the match was very the. This, the whole start I felt of AEW's week was very sloppy. I don't know, there was mm. a lot of sloppiness in the first two matches. They, they picked up again after that, but... 
I don't think either show was on the Ray game this no. week. No. No. Um, um, I watched them both back to back. So Patty's still watching both back to back Wednesday night. And we're great. We're not great. No. No. Um, that's the value Cody. of me starting really early in the mornings now I don't really stay up for them anymore um, yeah. so I can fly through them in an hour and a bit so yeah I, I literally I only finish at midnight so oh, you're perfectly light up for it yeah, yeah. like it's, it's normal for me to get to bed at 6 in the morning now so like yeah. it's like being back on night shift all over again great time I have I have a great little shift at the moment 8 to 4 oh that's bad. nice that's now nice. I would prefer 9 to 5 or 10 to 6 I like the length of the day. Yeah, I just, apparently now I'm more than likely going to be on a seven to three. And I'm That's a good. night owl, lads. Oh, it's beautiful. It is good, but I'm a night owl. Do you know what I mean? So it's going to be very tough. <laughs> like, even the radio show I listen to literally every night finishes at 1 a.m. And I do not I do not go to bed until at least 1 a.m. when that show is over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's going to be difficult for me. When the basketball um, comes back, it's going to be... Oh, yeah. Because the game starts at 3 a.m. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, so... <laughs> Steve yeah. Steve goes to sleep at four o'clock and wakes up at midnight so he can <laughs> yeah, watch stuff all night. Like, uh. Do you know what I was thinking about that going? What if there was a pay-per-view on and like a WrestleMania or Royal Rumble? I couldn't get the time off. I could literally just sleep all day, watch the pay-per-view, do work, and then bang. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Six to three. Don't afford to. Um, it's rough going, but you sleep like a fucking baby. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, the problem is Kira is working uh, on a weird shift at the moment. She's doing half ten to seven. So, like, I finish at four, and normally when I finish work, I go to bed. That's what I do. I go lie down. If I fall asleep, I fall asleep, but I always go lie down somewhere. I'm like, you have any calls? It's like, if we call at half five, fuck you. And I just brought a pillow out to the living room. I just slept on the couch yesterday evening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, wrestling. Um, Cody defeated Sonny Kiss to retain TNT Championship, I guess. Yeah, it was another one of these... They at least put Cody in some kind of threat. Like, you know, the story was that Cody wasn't on his A game and he wasn't taking Sonny Kiss seriously. And Aaron Anderson was on his case, telling him to get his head out of his ass. And at least it gave you the illusion that maybe Cody would lose the title. But they they teased some Healy stuff from him as well. And they had um, uh, Tully Blanchard in the crowd, you know, watching on. So they're still teasing the possible Four Horsemen thing down the line. But yeah, Cody. Gave a little more, which is yeah, they kind of did the same thing with both Cody and and Kenny in the same show, which was odd. Kind of yeah. showing heel turn stuff. It was odd. Yeah. So after the Elite Beast Jurassic Express, um, Kenny pinned uh, Marco Stunt, I believe, hmm. and then he started beating the shit out of Marco Stunt after the match. But was this due to the fact that FTR, after beating the Lucha Brothers, had Kenny came out? with the cooler of beer after you know to make up for the fact that they threw away the revival's beer last week and uh, they seemed to want to make up but uh the revival poured their beer over kenny's head and they were going after the revival or ftr christ names <laughs> they'll always be the revival for a long time I mean, it's it's weird called them anything else yeah yeah so the cleaner I'd, I'd like to see it. Yeah, it's just I'm not sure how they'll work it into the storyline because they have kind of Hangman being the one that's going more Healy before, and now Kenny yeah. is, and they need to break them up. So I don't know. Yeah, it's going to be a weird barbershop window situation where both yeah. guys turn heel <laughs> you know, in the breakup. <laughs> like, wait, we agree. Yeah, cool. Tag 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 jobs. Woo. 
both yeah, of exactly, them stab yeah, each but... other and throw themselves through a window at the bar <laughs> or something like that. With a Canadian destroyer, of course. Oh, Canadian destroyer. Yeah. Oh man, they have to do a Canadian destroyer through a barbershop window to break up the stag team. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so obviously the the breakup is the seeds of the breakup are definitely starting now, so that the the elite are falling in on themselves. It's gonna be where it goes, I'd say. Still Hangman, I still hang. I think Hangman is the fourth man. I think that's yeah. Cody, FTR, and Hangman. I, but I, no, I think I think we're gonna get Hangman and FTR together first, and then Cody be the fourth man. Yeah, yeah. Either because way, because then, we'll then you, you you get your Cody, or you get your. Elite versus FTR and Hangman, because then I, I think it makes more sense having Hangman be the third guy in that, because at least then it's him versus Kenny in there, so that kind of they mirror each other nicely, and then you have Cody come in as being the fourth man, then to kind of shore things up nicely. I think it'd be a nice little. You could even do a nice little breakup angle if you don't want to go with the Canadian story through the barbershop window. You could do uh, FTR and Hangman. So after Hangman and Kenny have split and they've lost titles, potentially to probably FTR. I don't know. Say whatever. We'll forget about that detail for a second. So we'll say Hangman and FTR against the Elite, and Cody is the man. That, so something is going on, but Cody comes down and he takes the side of FTR and Hangman and leaves the boys hanging. And that could be the way you set up the the new group, something along those lines. But yep. please, please, if there's a Canadian destroyer through barbershop window to be done, let's do it. Let's not even think about that. Let's get that yeah, done. Don't, don't hesitate. You've done Canadian destroyers from everywhere else. So through, <laughs> through the window, please. Oh, man. It's like, you know, when the AEW game comes out, is the Canadian destroyer just going to be like, light strike? You just press X to do a Canadian destroyer. <laughs> no, there's no it's, Irish it's between. between Canadian destroyer and superkick. Yeah. 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 Like, is, are enforced tag team rules a finishing move? Yeah, <laughs> it's like the old SmackDown games. You know, you had to do the kick to the stomach to set up your finisher or to oh, set yeah, up a grapple, yeah. where it was kind of unblockable grapple. This is just going to be a Canadian destroyer. So what I'm going to do is <laughs> set up my Canadian destroyer before I hit him with my finisher. X L one. Yeah, um, the Nightmare Sisters <laughs> defeated Kenzie Page and MJ oh. Jenkins. That happened. It sure and did. Then, that, that. And then. Carry on. Sorry, I was gonna say like just that match was pure. You could tell they practiced this well in advance. It was every good, good spot, good spot, good spot. There was no waiting for anything. It was straight spot, 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 spot. End. Ali's third gimmick in like six months. Yeah, there's a severe lack of sex perverts on the show lately. If I were one, it was all sex pervert cults, and now there's none. Yeah, it's like the butcher and the blade are now. Taxi drivers. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, like that taxi drivers dressed up semi sailory. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? He, they look like Popeye's villain. Remember that guy? Oh, uh, Bluto. I think was yeah. his name. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you have John Moxley who defended the title against Brian Cage and retained. Um, don't go there. Hey, yeah, hey, no. He retained. But Brian Cage didn't tap out. Taz threw in the towel. Now, I kind of like that part in that it was protecting your fighter. But I yeah. think a lot of people disliked it. No, I, I, I agree. Because that was one concern we had going into it. Was that, you know, every kind of guy they bring in loses the Moxley and then they're fucked. Whereas yeah. you, you did protect Cage here and that he didn't technically lose himself to Moxley. It was Taz's fault he threw in the towel. 
Someone needs to win when they come in. Yeah. You've done this with Archer, Brody, and Brody. now Cage. Yeah. Big meaty men can't just keep coming into this company and then losing to the first big <laughs> name that they come up against. It's just yeah. it's, there's there's a pattern there now which they need to break. And Tox is saying in the chat, uh, you're the only podcast I've heard that liked the finish. Everyone else is compa- uh, complaining that Cage got buried. Ah, he didn't get buried. Nah. Nah, if he had tapped, he would have been yeah. buried and mm. fucked. But the it, fact could that you was, imagine if he just tapped? Jesus, that would have been brutal. And Moxley rarely wins with a submission. It's the, the yeah. fucking paradigm shift. But it's clever. It's shown that he's not a brawler as well. It's shown. It's showed a lot. It's showed extra depth to Moxley. Mm. It showed that. It showed the the relationship properly between Taz and Cage. That you know Taz is protecting his meal ticket essentially. Yeah. Being clever, building him up as being a clever manager. I the problem is the word buried gets so misused. Yeah. If someone loses a match, like I didn't enjoy it, more so for the fact of it's another new signing losing their first big match, which I think is something that has not happened too often. But if there was a way they were going to do it, this was the way to do it. Yep. Yeah. So, I like, it, you know, you needed something to get Cage out, and you couldn't like DQs and stuff were overdone. At least it was something yeah. different. Taz is always they, synonymous with having a towel anyway, and yeah, you know. yeah. They yeah, the towel them. being there wasn't a red flag. You don't yeah. have an orange flag in this case. You know, it was it was just standard. He brings a towel. But to me, they shouldn't have, and something we say WWE do often, they shouldn't have booked themselves into the corner yeah. with this. Yeah. When Cage came out in that ladder match, he ran through people, he made shit of everyone, then everyone ganged up on him. But there was an opportunity when they had him buried, keep piling more and more shit on him, making him... Buried, you say? Well, <laughs> buried, he was buried. <laughs> physically bury him. Physically um, bury him, but then on the aftermath of that, you can set up a path of destruction for him through everyone else who was in that match afterwards, because they're the ones who cost him his chance to make an impact in his first match. You set impact, up a long thing. <laughs> <laughs> but then you set up a big long story for him, and you keep him to a point where you don't have to put him in the main title picture until he's ready to be put in that picture. So when you have a state, when you have people back in your shows and stuff like that. So they had a way of doing it, but they booked themselves straight into a corner by put, by putting the, by making them pull down that oversized chip. And talk saying about the, the bicep tear as well. Yep. They brought that into the yeah. story. Part of the Very submission clever. part as well. Like that's why they had him in the submission. Yeah. So it was clever by Moxley to work on that. Another something I'd like to see is to kind of not that he's damaged by it, to, not like Brody Lee was. That was just like you're fucked. Um, yeah. Lance Archer has lost, you know, big matches and he's fucked as well. But um, throwing in the towel should mean in the AEW uh, canon that you drop to the bottom of the rankings or something, and then you get a chance to you know go through a lot of guys and build yourself back up through the rankings that could be some kind of cool little thing going you always have the opportunity to throw in the towel just know that you'll go to the back of the line if you do and then it gives you a chance yeah. to your shot's just done. fuck people up yep start, yeah. start over uh speaking of managers what do you think of uh nyla rose's new manager oh that we knew music, this was gonna happen that music is gonna give people <laughs> fucking nightmares <laughs> i look i get it but it's very much the the Vince McMahon the, which number is it eight a little bit of the bubbly I'll try again nope. it's such good shit it's such good shit it's great heat pal having a really really annoying character but I don't like the really annoying characters I, I, maybe it's just me I never really liked Vicky Guerrero 
But hang on, Steve said he doesn't like really annoying characters. Enzo. Yeah, I, I get that. I, I, is he annoying as Vicky yes. Guerrero? Yes. Oh, yes. Fair enough. Fair enough. Maybe no, I'm no, just I, a I, massive I, I, sexist. I like I like his promos. I do like his promos, but he's an annoying yeah. cunt as well. <laughs> I, I I like I like the Vicky connection personally. I think it works. I I I've always liked Vicky. Like she can really I, if she, I think the one, the one concern probably have with it. I think we, I can't remember if we mentioned it or not, um, or if I heard it somewhere else. But um, the fact that smart fans when they have the crowd back might like her because they like heel work. But I think she's good enough to actually rile them up. Oh no, um, she's brilliant at it. It's just that I don't. I prefer not to scream. I can't deal with it. I just always go, Ugh, go away. So, just, uh, me. cut across you there with a little bit of uh, breaking news of something that's dropping on Monday. Uh, so this Monday, July 20th, the ROH Strong podcast uh, is going to feature Mike Bennett and Maria Canellis Bennett will open up about their WWE run and being released two months after the birth of their second child working together oh, in Ring of Honor and what their boy. future holds this is an official Ring of Honor podcast who are going to talk about Mike and Maria getting released by WWE Ring of Honor stop Clutching. mistake stop paying these people they're terrible <laughs> um, that's odd um I don't see that as a good move for a Ring of Honor, to be honest. But I don't know. Call anyway, she's gonna be, be pregnant again by Christmas. <laughs> Did the Ring of Honor offer maternity leave? <laughs> Ring of Honor barely have a women's division. So. That's true. Um, and then, oh, Jericho, the the demo god. I forgot about that. Uh, Ropey. <laughs> Now, one thing I will say, the, the the Nickelodeon slime spot, if that had happened on Raw, the WrestleJoy types would lose their fucking minds complaining oh, about yeah. it. But they loved it on AEW. It's an interesting one. Um, Jericho leaning into the demo thing. He's using the, you know, the real life situation. I, 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 I don't mind it. It's, it's, I, I, I don't like it too much either. But if he can hold out until November, when he turns 50... And changes demo himself, then it would yeah. be great. But oh. I can't see him him keeping that up till November. The crisis of Jericho when he he he's older than the demo, and he doesn't know what life is anymore. And then he goes like and colors his hair and gets a balloon for his entrance. It's like Okada. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, remember that? Remember that one show where he couldn't bring the balloons because the venue wouldn't allow balloons. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, midlife crisis Okada was a great one. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's a bit out there. Benefit it's, of the doubt for now. I think it's odd. I, it's odd they're complaining. No, Bischoff did it twenty years ago, yeah, so it's I, not new. Yeah. You know, it's not like something. Oh my god, you can't break that wall down. But <laughs> I <don't laughs> uh, for me, I think having that, <clears throat> having that in what was already, I felt a very down and sloppy show. Mm. I think it wouldn't have. I, I I think I would have thought better of this if it happened in a better show. But I really didn't enjoy AEW this week at all. Mm. So I think having it having a down week and it not being a great show and everything's feeling sloppy and off and even camera cuts were shit and it. I'm not gonna lie, this show felt a bit Vincey. It did. I was, it really did. 
I was really hoping that they'd lose the demo this week after that promo. I just oh, thought it'd be so funny amazing. if that happened. It was never going to happen, but it would have been amazing. No, no. I don't think they've ever won the 1849 in, in any of them. Maybe one week or something, but nothing oh. nothing major. But I look forward uh, NXT, to the week I mean. where they do. I look forward to the week where they do, where they just say, fuck it, and they give us Orton Champa on a week where AEW have pre-taped <laughs> or something like that, and they can't counter yeah. it, and Vince just says, fuck it. We're going live. We're doing Orton Champa. Fuck it. We're doing Lee Lesnar. Fuck it. Go <laughs> yeah, all out. With I was going to say, yeah. We're going to do week on NXT, Riddle, Brock Lesnar. Riddle, Riddle Velasquez. We're going to bring back Velasquez and have <laughs> Riddle fucking stretch him out. Throw everything at it just to get that one week where WWE still loses the demo by point one. But still, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Much like yeah. Orton Cassidy, at least they try. Yeah. <laughs> Um, they want to pop a rating some week and we're like you know how they love their first time evers you know for the 650,000 people that watch it Shawn Michaels The Rock main event (laughs) 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 the Uh, match you never thought would happen Rock and Brock main event on like a mid-August NXT Wednesday night Uh, oh, if he leans into if Jericho leans into this whole thing fully I don't I, it'll be fine like next week it's him and Hager teaming up if they call themselves Demolition and just like put on all the gear <laughs> you know, they, they can move into a dapper like oh I love it Demolition that's fucking brilliant Demo God like I mean Jer- it's Jericho anything he does is going to turn yeah. to gold so tweet he'll, he'll make this tweet work. that at him from the pod account quick <laughs> Demolition um yeah, um, NXT then. Uh, you got yourselves another Keith Lee and Dominic Dijakovic match. Neat. Yep. Another winner match. takes all. Yep. It was an odd that it was a title match but it had a good lot of history that was, you know, announced on the night mm. and happened on the night. No build up and they knew they were against the big AEW show that was mm. partially built as a pay per view, basically. Yeah, but they had to recover after the first two matches of Bleeding Priest for and uh, versus Grimes <laughs> and Shotzi Blackheart getting screwed over by Robert Stone and Elias so she could lose to Indy Hartwell. Ooh. Not a great but, start. But she has a tank. She's got a tank. And Nikki That's has a nice. boat. Most, most raid groups and most MMOs have at least one tank, if not two. <laughs> you don't hear me fucking raving about them every week, do you? Uh, Did you see the thing? I can't remember what country it was. Or maybe it was Jordan had done it. They have an underwater military museum. So there's tanks and planes at the bottom of an ocean. It's fucking cool as fuck. Mm-hmm. I'll send it on so, to you. When, we're, when, when we can fly again, we're all going to Jordan, lads. Hey. Hey. <laughs> um, then you had uh, Timothy Thatcher. Uh, oh. A libation, puff of all. Defeated Denzel Dijonet, and you, uh, of course, that was, that was a man a was match. to come out and throw yeah. it up. It was, yeah. Um, only Lurkin came out and started an old scrap with Timothy again. And then you had the main event of Io Shirai defeating the, uh, Tegan Knox to retain the women's title, but you had uh, Dakota Kai come out and take the fucking head off of Io Shirai at oh, the end of the show. Right as it went off air. They barely oh, got it in. Big, big boot. It was brilliant. What am I barely getting it in? oh man it's funny that um you know the giant gonzalez wasn't there but she's kind of like the diesel to her sean michaels and then the sean michaels uses the big boot interesting Mm. oh okay all covered up yep uh we're getting what uh cross dijakovic next week yep Mm mm-hmm Oh, yeah, the big thing was um, 
Scarlett brought out the broken hourglass and presented it to Keith Lee. So we were wrong. He isn't going after Cole. We thought we, they weren't going to do the obvious thing, but they are. <laughs> oh, man. That's, that's them trying to win that demo. Trying to pop it right. Yeah. It's a disaster. You can't have either of these guys lose this match. No. Unless you have a multiple falls match where first one to win a fall wins the or North American, second one wins the NXT. And cross wins the North American or something, yeah. I if if you're going that way I'd have cross win the main one. Have cross win the main mm. one and then walk out. On or, or no, actually fuck it. I haven't get DQ'd in the first one, which is for the North American. I beat him up so badly, but when he gets DQ'd that he just easily wins the main title. He's like, I don't fucking care about this one. The main prize is all I want. You're shitting all over the NA title then, though. Yeah. Mm. Any situation, I I feel you have to be very careful in any situation like this where the top guy has two titles because... New Japan have the same issue. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. You know, it's... It's too many double champs at the moment. What happened to, like... The whole world division might be double champed up after this weekend, look. Yeah. Oh lord, two man power trip. Anyway, yeah. I feel like there isn't a lot to talk about NXT this week. Don't it was talk about either. It was it was grand. Mm. There was nothing special about either show this week. I no. personally, if, I know we're going to go into scores in a sec. I'd probably give the edge to AEW just because more stuff happened that was interesting. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, neither were great. Well, let's ju- let's just go there then. We might come back if we need to. We're in a ratings war, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> What? <laughs> it just uh, feels really mean. I, it's because it's so long. It keeps going. I mean, maybe if I shorten it, it won't sound as mean. No, no it, needs, it needs to be there. We've said it before. NXT is only set up to stop AEW getting viewers. NXT yeah. isn't set up to win these things. Anytime they win is a bonus, but they're literally there to stop AEW from reaching raw levels of viewership. Yeah. Um, as we said before, if, if NXT had one viewer, they're happy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They've taken at least one person away from them. So uh, The ratings then this week, uh, N- or AEW take the win again this week after three weeks of losses. Yes, they are. Yes, they are losses. Um, <laughs> fuck your demos. Uh, AEW now on 33 wins uh, to NXT's nine. Uh, so it was AEW 788. NXT with a huge drop off of uh, was it 150,000 people or something? Minus 16.86%. Yeah, so they end up with 631. Um, yeah, what's the lose? 100,000 people or something? Or over 100,000? 100, because NXT fans are sexist and they're building women's match at the main event. <laughs> <laughs> about 130,000. So it's 100, 128,000 or something. God damn. Oh boy. Well, that's a lot of people to lose. And like AEW didn't seem to, you know, AEW were on 788. That's not like, that's a fairly standard number for what they normally do. Yeah, they gained, so it's not like they all went over. Yeah, they gained, what was it, uh, 73,000? So they didn't gain mm. all of it. So. No, but like, I mean, usually we're in and around the 800 mark yeah, for yeah. these shows, so especially for AEW. So it's not like they got the extra 130,000. So where did yeah. they go? Question. Casual fans that just watched it because it was Some, a so-called pay-per-view last week. Some sports section back this week as well, though, weren't they? NASCAR uh, and Fight Island were on on Wednesday yeah, night. Yeah. I checked their rate. I didn't check NASCAR, but I know AD, or UFC did really shitty ratings, like three yeah. or 400,000. Um, so. Next Saturday, I think, baseball is back. 
So yeah, they were advertising it last run. night. So have one mm. more run basically before baseball comes back, and then the Friday after that, I think the thirty first of July, I think it is basketball is back. Yeah, that's a Friday. So um, oh, so the, are like, they changing? So it's not going to be playoffs. Tuesday, Thursday then. Oh yeah. Also, it's different days then. It's not going to yeah. be just Tuesday, Thursday. So it could be yeah. on any day. So you're going to have ah. matches on Wednesday night. So I mean, like people are getting basketball back, and neither of these shows have been great. Not being smart, I'm probably gonna. I'll probably obviously I'll have one of the shows on in the background, but I'm gonna be focused on the basketball. Interesting. Hmm. You know, well, that is uh, odd. Yeah, we're gonna. I think we're gonna see a drop off in these in the, over the next couple of weeks in a big way. Be interesting Raw to see which one loses more. If you've got a game six or game seven on a Monday night, Raw is absolutely fucked. Fuck it. Wait till we get to the finals. Like fucking. Bucks versus Lakers. Fucking LeBron do you remember, versus Janice. Fucking. Do you remember the, a while back we were talking about going, well, look, if they start creeping under 2 million, they're in trouble. Now they're at a, they're at 1.5. Like, a libation, puff of all. So what's going to happen? Ooh, climax. What's going to happen when there's a Lakers Clippers or something on a Monday night at 8pm? Yeah. They're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see, what's, could go what's below a million. Like, if they move out of Florida, they might be able to get fans in. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, make it a little better. God. What? Right. So, um, oh, when no. we go back, when we go back to the basketball, so the first game back is Pelicans Jazz, which should be a good match. That's on Thursday night Irish time. Uh, well, Thursday at half 11 Irish time, I should say. But then the Friday night the second half of Raw or of Smackdown is up against Lakers Clippers lol and the first lol, half lol, lol. Uh, the first half of it is going to be up against the Bucks at the Celtics <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ um, to see Smackdown this week I saw it when I was done having a smoke before we started 1.8 I think it was for yeah. Smackdown last night <laughs> they might That's do 0.8 Fox, next week on Fox Raw. The, What's wrong? No, the only thing you can hope is that you know a lot of people don't like the no uh, no crowd sports. Took me a while to adjust to the Premier League being with no crowd, and I always listen with the crowd noise just to give me that sense of normality. I can't listen to it without the crowd crowd noise. So, do people think maybe they don't fancy the basketball like this? You never know. Yeah, that's all the Vince can hope for now because he's fucked. (laughs) This is happening. Yeah, I'm kind of curious to see what's going to happen with the first game where. What's the first week of Raw? So Go up against it. We're gonna have six thirty Eastern Grizzlies Pelicans and then Spurs Sixers and Heath Jazz or uh, Lakers Jazz. Oh, fucking hell! Um, and that's again up against Raw. Yep. And the Wednesday, oh Thunder Lakers Raptors Magic and Nets Celtics are on and the Wednesday fucked. night. That's going to be a low week of ratings in wrestling. When's that next week, is it? Uh, no, that's or the two weeks. 5th of August, so two, so two weeks. We'll still be in the afterglow of talking shop mania. No one's going to want to watch Raw anyways. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's concerning. Anyway, we'll do our, we'll do our vote. Uh, it's currently NXT 21 AEW 20. I feel like we're about to level it up. 
I've already said my part. Anyway, AW pipped it for me. Just some more things happened. Yeah, I don't yeah. think NXT tried very hard this week. I'll go AW as well. Um, yeah, for me, I said watch both of these back to back. I thought AW was really, really sloppy. Came out really disheartened. Wasn't. I thought it was laid up as a softball for NXT, mm. and I still came out of NXT feeling let down. So yeah, I, I wonder if the shows away, were live. AW. If the shows were live, would they have gone and pulled something on the fly? Because when you see the Nightmare Sisters are coming out, you're going, right, get Adam Cole out there, cut a promo or something. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's the real counter-programming when shows are back live again. That's, yeah, that's, it. that's where you have, like, Gargano and Champa lay out somebody. Oh, or... AEW was live, Antox is saying. Yeah, it was, yeah. Hmm. I, I always go, yeah, live. But... Usually, oh, JR did they, they have the, the, the live logo in the corner. Usually, if they have the live logo in the corner, it's actually live. Uh, and JR did mention where live as live can be at the start as well. So, because no, I only remember, I remember because I got a clip this. <laughs> I need that. He, he did refer to us as he did refer to it as uh, fight. Uh, was it Fighter Fest Part Two? <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, uh, like the thing is, way for you because they're in an outdoor venue, they either have to record live or at the same time the day before or whatever. You need you're very specific on when you can record because you need the lighting mm. to match the time of day it is. Yeah. True, true. One thing we didn't cover in AW. Seems like they're bumping up the women's division. We've got Ivelisse versus Diamante next week on their show. Mm. Yes, please. Love Ivelisse. Um, what was it? Hangman versus Five has gone AW. <laughs> you, you can or NXT. You, you've got a chance here next week. You can do, <laughs> there's a lot of matches where I was like, what? That's it's nothing. Not because we've been spoiled the last couple of weeks. There's been free pay per views for the last three weeks on television. So. Hangman versus Five is where you put. Jack versus Cross. Yeah. You get people in there. It's like six cult yep. member on TV. Quick, push the big jacked fuckers on TV. <laughs> uh, give me a hoss match. Um, yeah. That's that's Wednesday night for you. <laughs> Wish the ratings <laughs> would improve, but what can you do? Anyway... Will we will we talk about Raw or will we go into um uh, is there anything on Raw or SmackDown? Yeah, Stress. is there anything on Raw and SmackDown that you you liked or hated? Uh, I just want to, for start the start of SmackDown was interesting. Ah, the, su- the superstars thing. Yeah. The Saturday night main event thing, yeah, yeah. It's cool, I I liked it. It's different, like, but yeah, it was it was odd. I wasn't expecting it, it just kinda of came out of nowhere, like Yeah. Um, it's it's so it's so 80s or 90s wrestling though that was it was oh like yeah. oh Bruce look at you going back to the well <laughs> I liked it though I mean I'm, I was I was okay with it but one thing I, me- I mentioned on Twitter last night when I was watching Smackdown every mention or interaction with Matt Riddle had a comment about how he doesn't wear shoes every single one of them including Matt Riddle himself mentioning that he doesn't wear shoes yeah but they're such a weird food? company doesn't wear shoes Steve I don't know if you noticed. It's because he got fr- frostbite as a child. Something about a bear. I can't remember the story anymore. But yeah. If, if, if a bear shits in the wood, does Matt Riddle wear shoes? <laughs> I remember that night when they did the whole story. And I was just thinking Vince is such a weird guy. And it's so Vince McMahon. So a wrestler doesn't wear shoes. Oh, God damn it. It's got to be a traumatic childhood experience. That's tremendous. It's got to be. Rusev we tell stories there. For like the first year he was on the main roster. <laughs> Rusev, like he, exactly. He broke a toe or something like that. Yeah, yeah that was it. Yeah. yeah. 
I think he was forced to mm. um, when he broke the toe. Well, we'll find out if uh, when he debuts on uh, Slammiversary tonight. Uh, oh, I was going to say when he, when he uh, answers Cody's <laughs> open challenge next week. <laughs> ah, but that, I think that's reserved for the Long Island IC next week. I have a feeling we're 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 going to. I have a segment put in here for uh, Lock of the Week. Seen as a, it's an official segment this week. Seen as there is a lot of shit going down in the next couple of days. We happen. We get to speculate. Yeah. I like it. Yep. Um, um, Matt Riddle Royal being pinned. That's true. Um, also shocking. Matt Riddle pinned clean this early was an interesting decision. When you had Corbin come out after the match, anyway. I assume that Corbin was going to interfere, blah, blah, blah. Hit, even the music hits, Riddle turns around, then AJ comes in from the side with the forearm. Yeah. At least it's a distraction. Mm. Um, uh, still I it was had, all set up. It had a little bit of, kind of, you know, the sign of respect afterwards from AJ mm. and Riddle. But then AJ walked off. So yeah, kind like, of, he like, AJ... the respect. Like, she doesn't give a shit beyond that. It's like... Yeah. No, AJ's in a position where he doesn't have any good brothers around him anymore. He may have to have someone watching his back, you know, and he just decides to walk off. Brothers, he could get a bro. Yeah, oh, man. The good, the good bro, Matt Riddle. <laughs> he doesn't wear shoes, you know. Oh. <laughs> Is that because he can't oh, go Lord. shoe shopping because of the COVID? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. That's God, he had a traumatic experience where he went into a shop one time and caught COVID. Just, you know, he's a stalker. <laughs> <laughs> why crazy. does Matt Riddle all of a sudden wear a mask while he got COVID so that's what he he's a mask luchador now <laughs> it's a traumatic childhood experience oh my god Ray Mysterio bro <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh god what it's terrible I loved it we I'm not hating we, it, it was... we were saying we needed a new Ray Mysterio there we have it <laughs> what if it's Heat Slater what if Heath Slater is the new Rey Mysterio next week? You know, we like your promo, pal. Um, That's um, oh. Almas and Garza got their win back. Nice little 50-50 from last week. Hey, the hey, Super. Can they not? 50-50. Can they not just make book, like, book these lads strong? No, no, 50-50. Like, they're literally probably two of the top guys they have in ring in that whole company and that's saying something because they have a stacked roster when it comes to in ring ability these are two of the best but this whole infighting thing when you could have and I'm going to say it the second coming of Los Guerreros potentially here yeah if if, the, if it wasn't for the COVID stuff they would be running the house show circuit profits against uh, Garza and um, uh, oh god Andrade yeah. and that would be the match they'd work six nights a week and when yeah. they have it on TV or on a pay-per-view, it blows everything out of the water. Yeah. But you're not allowed to do that at the moment. Oh, no. But yeah, like these guys, they... Like, obviously, they did, all the rumors have come out and the stories have come out about how Angel sees Garza as a young Eddie, yada, yada, yada. I mean, let's not forget, this is the company where when they'd done this draft only about a year or so ago, they had Andrade go within the first couple of picks as well. Yeah. So his English may not still be where they want it to be, but they think highly enough of the guy, but they need to fucking book it that way. Wasn't Finn Ballard first pick? Or he was in round one. Wasn't it? Round one of the draft. Three. Yeah. He was round three. And then they did fucking nothing with him. Yeah, I think it was an Andrade like number five or number six or something like that. He was around the same Yeah, so the first round of picks probably, yeah. Yeah. Mick you know, Foley so picked Ballard, wasn't it? He was the, yeah. The, yeah. the the last the pick of round one for Raw or whatever. Yeah. Something weird like that, yeah. 
But like, yeah, they, um, need, they need some more of these guys. I mean, we were only talking a month or two ago about how we thought it was going to be Andrade versus Drew at SummerSlam for the title. And then, now look where we are. Oh, fuck, that would have been great. Give Those them guys 20 have minutes. amazing matches together. We've seen it yeah. before, but yeah. everyone wants to see it again because they're so fucking slick together. Yep. said Garza. Good Lord, can we have like 20 minutes of Garza versus Alistair Black? Oh, gotcha. Triple threat, Gar- Buddy Murphy in there too. Garza Black <laughs> Murphy, inter- uh, US title. Yes. Yas Island. You know, instead. I, I need to clip Dana White saying Yas Island actually for any time you need to say Yas Island. You know what? I, I'm even going to say throw Apollo in there, make it a fatal four way. But instead, we have Apollo versus MVP. Mm. Oh, boy. And it, let's face it, I, we know we're going to get into picks later on, but MVP's probably winning too. MVP's winning that. Do you think yeah, so? I think MVP's winning yeah. that. Um, I'm going to pull up the card here so is there anything else really do you um, want to talk about before we get to the horror show at Extreme Rules uh, Sharon Corbin is back yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. The, the, the women's division on Raw they started to slightly build back up this week as well yeah, yeah. Uh, too many people were talking about how they didn't use Bianca and, and uh, Sharon Corbin and they yeah. were like oh both of them are back this week okay apparently Bianca <laughs> was only a last minute thing it was supposed to be uh, was supposed to be Ruby and Liv against the Iconics. Something happened. Right. I don't know if it's COVID related or what, but something happened where they changed it last oh, minute. Apparently, put Bianca yeah. in. So it's basically, Liv must have COVID. It, it was Bianca was there. Hmm. So Bianca showing up. So maybe they'll keep. Yeah, using I like it. On TV. Um, yeah, if Shayna Hopefully. coming back, basically her. Beating the shit out of ninjas and staring down Tazawa, and the moment of him saying, "Okay, I'll go." Tazawa wanted none of that business. He wanted none of it. <laughs> like no, Taz- sir. Akira Tazawa is a fucking treasure. He is. He really is. And I, I'm, I'm good with the ninjas. Where's the giant ninja? Yeah, he's Where's gone. Where's the fucking like, giant ninja? He's oh fuck. Oh yeah. <laughs> supposedly Malcolm, Malcolm Bivens was supposedly one of the ninjas this week on Raw. Or maybe he has know. been all this time. Oh, there's a nice little reveal. Isn't he the manager of the giant dude? Or was in NXT? No, was, no he was managing Hindu share. No, but, on no, no, but before on that. Life, he was the manager. Oh, he was, yeah. He was the man. yeah. So what if it was revealed that he brought Tazawa's foot clan down from the inside with his giant ninja and Malcolm Bivens debuts on Raw and we all rejoice because the guy's amazing. With Hindu share, really? Yeah. Oh, no, those lads are fucked. Oh, Go back gone. to the giant ninja. They broke the news, they spoiled. Yeah. They spoiled stuff. This this spoiled it, and it could have quite easily ruined it. They could have tanked the ratings that night. Yeah, can they drag? No, it, can just... they drag this out until AOP are fit to return, and then we can send out the search party for them once again and <laughs> fight, make them find their way to the performance center so that they can uh, be led out by Malcolm Bivens. Ah, uh, AOP watch. Those were good days. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, not many people remember the days of AOP watch. Uh, uh, the curse of being in a tag team one of you gets injured you're fucked you're sitting at home yeah. uh, I don't know if you saw after Smackdown last night there's a, a hashtag going around basically that, that Naomi deserves better after she got oh, I saw a lot of people yet. talking about Naomi today actually Leo Rush of course oh, he's on like one a ma- he's on like one a madman. He, oh my god um, so yeah what what happened Exactly. Naomi was beaten quickly, wasn't it? Or, she lost to Lacey Evans. Remember. It must have been about four or five minutes. Yeah. Ah, yes, of course, yeah. 
It only oh, happened last night. I can tell you how memorable it was. <laughs> um, um, I'm going to interrupt this for commentary on an AEW tweet. For an hour ago, damn it! For an hour ago on the AEW on TNT Twitter account, they tweeted out a clip from the Cody Sunny Kiss match <laughs> when Cody this. Rhodes almost got hit with his own move, and it's when Cody gets uh, and it's when he almost got hit. He did get hit with his own move, um, but it's yeah, Cody getting hit with the crossroads. But halfway through it, the thing flashes up ten percent battery remaining. Yeah, <laughs> and they tweeted out that clip. They didn't even go back and fucking re-record the clip. Oh, I saw it because their social media or something. <laughs> so because the wrestling life quote tweeted it with a screenshot of the ten percent battery remaining thing. Fantastic. Oh lads, <laughs> sorry. We'll do sorry. a horror show at Extreme Rules predictions. Then I'm worried about my computer crashing again, so I don't want to wait yeah. on two and a half hours. So, New Day um, versus Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh, no. What else? <laughs> no, no. We'll get, to, we'll get to it in a minute. We'll get to it in a minute. Okay. Cool. So, New Day and um, New Day face Nakamura and Cesaro for the tag titles in the tables match against all the odds. Not like they completely told us this last week, but whatever. No. I would have preferred a cage match, but there you have it. I'm going to go with Cesaro and, Shin- and Shinsuke. Title change. Time. Yeah, I think there'll be a title change here. I want I want them to, but I still think New Day are going to retain. I'm thinking the same. I'm like, I especially in the current climate, you know the way that we like to try and mm-hmm. be I, gotcha. reactive, <laughs> I'll say, rather than proactive is the best way to yeah. describe it. I reckon that ain't going anywhere for a while. The only thing I will say as a possible counter, then if they were to flip the titles now, then they could have the moment of New Day winning back the titles with a crowd reaction. Eight time champs. Mm-hmm. So they could do it that way with the long term thought of putting the titles back on them once they're back in arenas again. There and that's. You go. There's always an idea for a handy pop is have New Day win because New Day are awesome. Yep. Yep. You know, so. Uh, Apollo Cruz against MVP. Uh, Cruz can lose. I have a feeling MVP is walking away with this one. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, something tells me Bobby Lashley is going to get involved here and MVP wins it. He already has the belt. May as well keep it. Yeah. May as well keep it. Um, so we're all saying MVP. Yeah. yeah. Plus the fact that MVP introduced this new belt, if Apollo Crews wins and then just says, "Okay, I'm going to use this other belt instead," it's very odd considering MVP got yeah. that himself. It's the only way we're going to get that yeah. new US title in is if MVP wins. True. Um, I think it would be a good match: Rey Mysterio against Seth Rollins. The eye for an eye match. I, I a good match until you get to the eye to the eye, eye for the eye part. I don't know what the fuck they're going to do here. Um, I'm not <laughs> the Wikipedia thing is great. It just says this match can only be won when one competitor extracts the eyes of the opponent. <laughs> like what? Well, I'm oh, going man. to say Rey Mysterio is going to lose this one. Yeah. Yep. So Rollins is one of this because you can't have Rollins wearing an eye patch. Yeah. Uh, Strowman. Like yeah. Remember Strowman Bray Wyatt. I do. Uh, um, this isn't for the title, is it? 
No. No. So Brawl wins. To summon the fiend. At SummerSlam. Yep. yep. Yeah. Oh, geez, we're getting through this quick. Yeah. It's, it, you, oh, whenever we get through them really quick like this, and they seem really obvious, we always get them all wrong. So. Yeah, I'm thinking, yeah, there's something mad, some mad shit's going to happen. Yeah. Because um, it all seems very. Um, oh, Fitz oh. is in the chat. You're all. You've three time to be in the chat, and you've no time to be on the podcast. We absolutely buried AWC, though. We gave <laughs> NXT ten points. <laughs> the score is now NXT thirty one AW five. That is the current score. Um, and we decided which, that they lost the demos too. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's all tied up. Twenty one, twenty one. Um. So yeah, Strowman wins because uh, the title isn't hurt. Wait. Yeah, Strowman wins because uh, you can't have him beat Bray Wyatt for the title again and then justify having another title match for The Fiend at SummerSlam because that's where it's going. Yeah, he pins him. As soon as it happens, everything goes dark. Whatever torches or whatever are lit around the place all go out and then they all magically get relit again and The Fiend is in the ring behind him and The Fiend chokes him out with the mandible claw. Yeah. So Fiend leaves Braun laying after Braun winning the match. Pins... Shrimp boat captain. Is it a pin? Who knows? The rules of a swamp match. I don't know. Perhaps you have to extract yourself from the swamp to win. (laughs) It's 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 like like a cage match. It's like an AEW tag match. No one knows what the rules are. (laughs) Yeah. I was saying that um, to Nick, um, contributor on the P shows. Uh, I work with Nick now. And he's like, How are you finding it? Uh, I'm only there two weeks. I don't know what I'm doing yet. And it's very confusing. Uh, but I was just like, he, how, how's everything going for you? How are you finding the training and everything? It's like, it's like an AEW tag team match. I think I know what's going on, but I wouldn't put money on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I think I'm getting it. But if you ask me a question, I'm going to say, sorry, I'm the new guy. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. It's my first day. It's a goddamn Tibor. Um, so <laughs> there is a fucking deep cut for you there. Tibor. Idiot Tibor lost the key. Good old Tibor. How many times have you saved my ass? Um, <laughs> you need to get that play. That needs to be a sound clip. <laughs> That's an obscure reference if there ever was one. <laughs> um, yeah, I've kind of let the craziness out of the bag in the Slack channel as well. It was like I was slowly easing in the fact that I'd make a lot of Simpsons references. Turns out it's good. A lot of people... Other, a lot of other people are like that so the Frankiac was unleashed on Friday afternoon when I, th- I knew I was in a safe space <laughs> there's one person that may be in that Slack channel I need to ask you about afterwards cool cool yeah um, Bailey versus Nikki Cross for the Smackdown women's title retain are we going to crisscross the women's titles I'd I'd like cross with some applesauce but they can still do it later on I feel with someone else with Bailey losing Sabine Champ although I would like to see the double switch but I don't see them putting on Nikki Cross so for context you mean that Bailey drops the title but Sasha beats Oscar for the raw title plus the way the match order I'd imagine is going to be this is probably going to be on before the Asuka uh, Sasha match it doesn't work if Bailey loses her title first, I feel. So I reckon uh, Bailey retaining mm. here. Yeah, it depends on where they put it, I guess. Or do you just end up with tag champions holding the two that's, titles? That's just the way I'm going. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to get you're, you're going. You're going both win. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know. I think Bailey retains. 
Yeah. Uh, I think Bailey retains. I mean, you could do it either way. You could do it where Bailey loses it as well. But say Bailey retains and she comes out to try and help Sasha, but in the end costs Sasha. Yeah. Inadvertent or incidental contact, as I like to call it. Yeah, like I'm wondering. Um, if it was any other company, I don't think they'd do this. But they have basically on Raw Talk or whatever the fuck it's called, Talking Raw, or Raw Smack. Talking or Raw. Um, they, oh, that's an actual podcast. Sorry. <laughs> oh, uh, I was going to say, yeah, uh, that's like I'm pretty sure I've heard that one somewhere. Yeah, um, Stephen Larson. Yeah. But they said that if Asuka wins, they're basically setting up the whole Asuka versus Kyrie. Hmm. Uh, Kyrie's going to be next yeah. up if Asuka retains. Ends her career. Sends her back to Japan. Yeah, so we could, like, would they really put the title on Sasha after already starting that? I said if it was any other company, I would say no. But they finally seem to have given people the thoughts of a match that people have wanted for a long time. So you know for a fact that they could possibly pull the rug out. You're giving me an idea then. I'm going to expand on my Bailey comes out to help. Kyrie comes out to counter that help. Maybe Kyrie ends up costing Asuka inadvertently, and then you end up with Asuka beating the shit out of Kyrie, and that sends her home to Japan because they're trying to write her off the show. You turn Asuka heel though. If <sighs> I I reckon mm. it's going to be a case of both of them become champs, then down the line, probably next month or whatever, whatever next pay per view is, Sasha accidentally costs Bailey a t- champion a title. So then the same thing I said last week. You then have Sasha being a champ without Bailey being a champ, and Bailey has to deal with that. Yeah. But so, uh, so I reckon you do it later rather than now because I don't see them giving the title to Nikki Cross. Yeah. Like the next pay per view no. is SummerSlam. Isn't that? Like, sure, there's something in between now and then, is there? Nope. Next, August next to month, SummerSlam. Month yeah. August, yeah. Like. Fuck. Mm. Yeah. So. Do we? So are we saying? No, I know Nikki, you're saying it. Um, that it will be two man power trip. It will be all the gold. I, I, I wouldn't be shocked. I'm going to say that I wouldn't be surprised uh, if it comes to the sheet, I might go along with you. But for now, I'm going to throw in the alternative option of Sasha uh, losing the title based on Bailey interference by accident. Like, Antox, um, and possibly on purpose. Antox is a good uh, theory in the chat here. Love an Antox. Okay, go yeah. ahead. So uh, Shayna gets involved here. Um, so it ends up that Shayna is the one that ends up putting out Kyrie, and it sets up Asuka Shayna for SummerSlam. Oh, oh, the two most dominant NXT champions of all time, and they would tear lumps out of each other. Oh, son of a bitch! I like it. There's a lot of double champs now. I don't think we need any more. <laughs> so in every company, yeah, <laughs> that's grand. Yeah, Kyrie still beat the win for the tag titles. That's, that's fine. That'd be so fucking funny if they lost the tag titles after winning both the fucking heavyweight titles. Like, my God. Uh, which way are you going with them, Gordo? How are you splitting it? I definitely think Nikki Cross isn't winning yeah. at this point. Um, other one's up in the air. I'd love to see her win it. love oh, yeah, to see Nikki Cross win the title, but I don't see it now. Um, I The other one... Not too sure. I'll preemptively say Asuka to retain because I want Asuka Kyrie to happen. But I have a feeling I'm probably going to change that tomorrow night when we're actually doing up the sheet. So, yeah, I'll yeah. say Asuka preemptively though. All right. And then we move on to Rapid Fire, Drew McIntyre. 
<laughs> Drew McIntyre against Dolph Ziggler for the for the world title. The championship. The thing that I laughed at a minute ago was uh, a Brian Alvarez tweet. It was very rare that I laughed uh, at these. Um, <laughs> or laugh with. Yeah. Uh, fun fact: the challenger for the WWE title on Sunday, Dolph Ziggler, has won exactly one singles match in 2020, and it was over Tucker on SmackDown. Yeah. And he's going for the Raw title. Hilarious. So the by that logic, it, I'm getting a fucking title shot next month, lads. Fair play. SummerSlam made it. Do you think there's any chance Ziggler wins this yes, at yeah. all? No. Oh, okay. That's what I wanted to hear. I wanted to hear someone being crazy. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know how or why or what, but I, I'm done trying to guess how this company operates at this point. <laughs> I, yeah, I think it does Ziggler seem like will a very win predictable night. Yeah. I think Ziggler will win it, but I think when you have a night like this where everything seems too predictable, it's where ridiculous shit like Jinder winning the WWE or the fucking WWE title happens, and you know Triple H and Roman Reigns main event of WrestleMania, and you know that's where all this weird shit happens. So yeah, it could happen, but no, I do think Drew. I think Drew is the obvious choice. Yeah, Drew. We still don't know what type of match yep. this is. Yeah, that's it. Uh, what, what do you think? It's leaked. Oh, is it? I, I saw the leak. You want to know more? I saw the leak of the TLC match. I don't think it's going to be TLC TV. match. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was the leak. But how does that make? Sense? How does that benefit Ziggler? Yeah, because he's won money in the bank. Yeah. Maybe amateur wrestling one ladder match. Do an amateur wrestling oh, match. God. Maybe there's a horror element to be brought in here. Three stages of hell. Oh, Kenlin, fight pit. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the fight pit. No, um, three, a, three, a three stages of hell match. The first stage is amateur. Uh, each one of them picks one of the first two, and the third one is a TLC match. Maybe so amateur wrestling match. Then whatever Drew wants, and then the TLC match is the third mm. fall. I guess the TLC or ladder match idea. It does suit the match because nobody thinks Ziggler can win. So you, you're going to get a nice false finish with Ziggler having one hand on the title or something. You know. Yeah. That's something because, I mean, you theoretically win. Yeah. He doesn't have to pin Yeah. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Bobby Roode to come back and help Ziggler win, maybe. I'm uh, clutching the straws because, I mean, it's obvious that Drew's winning. Yeah. Is it weird that for some reason all I want after this ends is the lights go out? They come back on and then Drew from behind eats a black mass to the back of the head. Yes, do that. We've always seen Alistair the black, black mass to the title front. Shot. I want Alistair Black to black mass someone <laughs> in the back of the head and I want it to be to set up a title shot. But the whole turning lights out thing is AEW got it back again. They're ready to do it again now. So <laughs> no, they have the truck. They have the truck. The lads were able to start they, they did the blackout this week. Oh well, yeah, we never you, mentioned Darby Allen came back. Can't, you can't do that in the current climate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, had, I had to have one Fitz moment since he's not here. Missy buddy, yeah. R.I.P. Oh, and I forgot to mention the uh, the streak continues. Three tag team matches again this week. Obviously, yeah. yep. yep. you were fine with the two. Then the Nightmare Sisters are on. It's a team. It's what they're doing. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, quick run through yeah. a anniversary card while we're at it. No point in predictions. We don't know what's actually happening. But, but uh, oh yeah, yeah. I'll try to find it here now. I have a, I have the card here, um, but Go just I don't it. know what's happening in regards to like who or they're trying to build or whatever. Yeah. But we have mm. the Rascals, so Desmond Xavier and Zachary Wentz against TBD, 
Ooh. Well, we know probably well, that's, that, that's the Good Brothers, yeah. 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 Um, if not, they're probably jumping Brothers, whoever man. wins it. Uh, Moose versus Tommy Dreamer. So I'm assuming possibly EC3 is not after that because it's an EC3 music no, in the main event for the unsanctioned TNA World Heavyweight Championship Moose what? brought back the title when Tessa was stuck <laughs> not being able to show up they brought back the old TNA title if I remember correctly and Moose brought it as the uncrowned champion fucking hell oh well um, so we have oh the North. TNA we have, the, <laughs> we have the North Ethan Page and Josh Alexander Josh Alexander, the guy that J Dog had a bit of a spat with on Twitter a couple of months ago. Was he? Possibly. Someone, 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 Possibly. someone that follows us. I can't remember. One of the lads had a fought, had a, few, a bit of a Twitter spat with that lad mm. uh, against Ken Shamrock and Sammy Callahan. This I'm is less like, I'm, 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 less, I'm less likely to drop money on this now that I'm reading this fucking card. <laughs> um, what the fuck? Yeah. Then we have uh, Alicia Edwards. Yeah, this is a gauntlet match. Alicia Edwards versus Havoc versus Kira Hogan versus Kimberly versus Kylie Ray versus Naivea versus Madison Rain versus Rosemary versus Susie. Susie is too young. <laughs> too young. She's now not a demon anymore. Okay, okay. she got, got exercised. Cool. Um, <laughs> she can't Tash- compete with Abaddon. <laughs> oh, the great Abaddon. Versus Tasha Steeles versus Taya Valkyrie. I enjoy going to a match if it's done right. So yeah, yeah. I assume uh, Kylie Ray. They seem to be pushing Kylie Ray. Kylie Ray, Kylie Ray, Valkyrie. or Taya Valkyrie. Yeah, Kira Hogan. I think is always an outside bet. She shows has good showings, so she's an outside bet. Uh, Willie Mack versus Chris Bay. If I remember, Chris Bay was a guy who WWE were looking to sign a while back. Had him on NXT once or twice, I think, and made him an offer, but he chose to sign with Impact. So he's getting the next division the title shot. There. I think AEW were sniffing around him as well. But uh, it's him against Willie Mack. Willie Mack is awesome. I love yeah. um, I love Willie Mack. He's so, so good. Yep, yeah, that's for the X Division title. So that should be a very good match. Um, Knockouts title, Jordan Grace against Deanna Parazzo. Yes, fucking please. I think they give the title to Deanna right off the bat. <laughs> She's had the upper hand in a lot of the segments they've had, so I don't know. Uh, it's hard to know. Yeah, uh, you're using it's that with that sort of thing. I find that there's a WWE brain rot there where you're like, like That's I mean, it's problem. obvious because Kevin Owens beat Rollins on TV this week, so that you couldn't be more sure that Rollins is going to win at the pay per view. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but again, should be a very good match. Diana is awesome, and it's fantastic to see her finally actually getting to do what she does best again. So, yep, uh, that should be really good. I think uh, there's a night of change needed, and. Jordan Grace hasn't exactly turned the dial for them. I don't hear much about Jordan Grace wrestling wise, um, so maybe no. it's time to make it make a headline with Diana Prazo coming in. Yep, um, and then four way for the vacant world title. Before Ace you off. go, before you yep. mention the last guy, they seem to have spelled his name wrong. The so if you go ahead and uh, you'll see, you'll see what I mean. Ace Austin, mm-hmm. like Ace Austin, uh, Eddie Edwards, Eddie Edwards mm-hmm. is always good. Trey, Trey Miguel, Miguel. Mm-hmm. from the Rascals, uh, again, fantastic. And that last guy. They've just spelled EC3 there with <laughs> TBD. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a misprint there. But yeah, Ace Austin, Eddie Edwards, Trey, and TBD. 
luckily we can edit the Wikipedia page to change it TBD back to they've misspelled Ethan Carter the third completely there so, it's, um, so, so that's for the, the world time Dixie and have her come in to fucking introduce him I think you're coming out with two new world titles two new world champions tonight I think Diana Prazo and EC3 walk out with the titles I think so could be yeah. it's I think no other wrestling is really doing great at the moment this is a chance for them to actually no. try and get the name out there. People are talking because of all the stuff that's happened with all the releases. More people are tuned to this that have tuned into Addy Impact Things since yeah. COVID. I'm, I'm genuinely looking forward to a TNA pay per view tonight. Yeah. It's crazy because I, I know I watched, there's some mad shit that can happen. I watched one or two of the ones they've done last year and, like, yeah, there was one or two matches that weren't great on them, but I watched a couple of them last year. I watched really Ben from Bowie last year. I, I, I was, yeah. That was a decent show. Like. I I was what was one we talked about last year? You know yeah, what, yeah. What, what, was it nice or something? Wasn't it? Yeah, I think, I think so. it was Slammiver- Oh no, it was because when I was there it was later in the year. So, but yeah, like we like you know. So it's yeah, like they have they have a chance. They have the people that are there. Um, like obviously they've teased all the stuff with that vignette that aired a couple of couple of weeks ago with all the guys, you know, the guy watching TV and all the different stuff showed of all the different people. So they've teased, mm. they potentially teased the mini invasion here. If we're being honest, so now Gallows mentioned that you're not going to believe some of the surprises that are there tonight. So is it too obvious that EC3 shows up in the? Oh, but dogs are barking. Is it too obvious that EC3 shows up? Maybe it's one of the other guys. Maybe it's Rusev. Miroslav, your new world champion. Yeah. Hey, he it get, could be. He get people watching. Maybe EC3 shows up in another uh, yeah. capacity. I said he I'm pretty sure when they were first teasing him his music hit after a moose match one week mm. oh yeah that's but right. again that could be the misdirect that could be the misdirect for him to actually be in it because if he's if he's after teasing that and moose is doing this whole uncrowned champion thing if EC3 walks straight back in and wins the title straight away yeah then uh, yeah. your feud set up so they could True. go they could go either way with that one as well They've and I'm really going to talk myself out of the I'm going to talk myself out of the Rusev thing. He has COVID. Oh, so, fuck, he does, yeah. Yeah, he does. Yeah. So, did you hear Lana, Rusev, and both Her of Lana's parents. parents got it? Yeah. Yeah. Good old WWE. Her mother is in hospital Lana, on a ventilator right now. Yeah. Seriously. Literally, people. Lana was one of the people, clearly, that got COVID yeah. uh, from the performance center and it has disastrous ramifications for her family there. Like, that yeah. sucks. But to anyone out there who's going on with all this, you know, it's not real, it's all a hoax, it's all yada, yada, yada. There's a woman in the hospital on a fucking ventilator now because her daughter showed up to work one day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's, all, that's, that's all Lana was guilty of in this situation. Yeah. Like, she my wife up. was, like, so close to going to a ventilator as well. She was yeah. in the ICU as well. Like, it's... These people say... No, oh, okay. it's, people are showing up to work. People are going to do the minimum duties of what they have to do to make a fucking living... And it's putting people close to them in hospital. Yep. Beat and uh, our our ministers fall asleep in the doll when they're voting on a fucking living wage. The guy had to be woken up to vote no against people on shit wages. That was disgusting. Yeah. I'm I'm quite proud of my uh, Homer glasses meme that I, made. I saw. That yeah. Like, how many people that are below the living wage are working in Duns or Tesco or Super Value or, you know, places yeah. like that where it's just deemed essential? And you can't they... even give them 12 fucking quid or 12.30 or whatever the living wage is supposed to be. I, I hate this country to, sometimes. I think back to the first 
or the last job I had before moving up here. I worked there for four years and I was on 10 cent above minimum wage. Actually, sorry, I lie. By the time I left, I managed to get myself a 50 cent an hour, uh, 50 cent an hour increase, like three, Ooh, month, three months before I left. But that's it. It was there three and a half years and I've gotten around about 10 cent of a pay rise since I started. Ah, oh, this country. Um, let's move on then. We'll be, we'll be, yeah, we'll do, we'll do this first. Smooth Jimmy's lock of the week. We're gonna do the smooth Jimmy's lock of the week. Who do you think? I know Nicky has to mute himself because the dog is going crazy. <laughs> but um, who do you think shows up on AEW to answer the Cody challenge? I'm going with Matt Cardona. Zach yeah, Ryder. it's it's yeah. the obvious one. I think it's probably the right one. Uh, yeah, and I think the only one who would have been a possibility otherwise was Ruru, but mm. they're, they ain't risking that. They've, no. they've been fairly squeaky clean for all this, and touch wood, they stick. They sticks to uh, fairly clean of it all. Um, yeah, didn't, they me- didn't Cody and Aaron mention Warhorse? You know the campaign on Twitter to have for yeah, that Cody is ducking Warhorse, but Aaron mentioned War Warhorse on something I saw. I know they're not on Being the Elite, so it wasn't on that. It might have been on some. Maybe it was just a Twitter video that they yeah. released or something. Alex says Road for Road to Fight for the Fallen. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah. So that's what I saw. He, we were on the same, wave, same wavelength as Antox there. So it's either Warhorse or Zack Ryder. Or Danhausen. <laughs> Dan oh. yeah. Is he signed to Ring of Honor? Yeah, I think he is. Yeah. Good old Danhausen. Do you know what? When, being, when All Elite Wrestling came out and, you know, it destroyed the indies for a little while, Warhorse and Danhausen capitalized pretty well on that. They got their name out there pretty quick. <laughs> that video was amazing. He stood out in the road. You want to see some wrestling? Hell yeah, brother. Come on in. Give me Cody versus Ziggy Dice. Oh, yes. He's outlandish. Ziggy Dice. Oh, did you hear the NWA story? Oh, how do I remember? Ziggy Dice was offered $250 a month to stay with NWA. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Other people were were offered 1000 a month to stay with NWA I assume yeah. it would allow you to work indies but I mean when there's no indies you can't pay people a thousand dollars a month you can't live on that but Thunder Rosa. alone two hundred and fifty dollars a month people. somebody please sign Thunder Rosa I need that woman yes, on my please TV sign please Thunder Rosa yep AEW should be signing her because they've they haven't got a women's division at the moment the women that they do Thunder have Thunder Rosa would be yeah. insane yeah like they, they mean, were why aren't they... NWA were shutting down based on all this stuff but Billy Corgan did come out and say that they're not. They're still, mm. they're still in business. Just about. Mm. Um, the wrestlers won't be able to eat if that's the kind of contracts they're throwing out. Yep. Um, but anyway, like, yeah, more. Sorry. No, so it looks like Jay White is on a plane. Ooh. The next New Japan big show is Sengoku Lord on July 25th. Interesting point. Is Evil now the leader of Bullet Club in his absence? Who knows? Who knows? I think we are getting, I think we're getting an NWO and Wolfpack situation. I think because they've fallen into it with, (laughs) yeah, I think you've got a situation, you know, where they had to use the Japanese contingent of the Bullet Club for obvious reasons. The American guys couldn't fly in. Um, So when they can fly in, do you use a situation here where you've got Jay White, the Good Brothers, you know, the Tongans, all that sort of stuff against 
whatever this new version of Bullet Club is under Evo. Could work. Yep. You got a nice little story there. The card is pretty decent. The main event of that card is going to be Evo versus Hiromu for the for both titles. Jesus. Oh. Also, I never opened my title. Shingo Takagi versus El Desperado. Okada oh. versus Okada versus Yujiro Takahashi. <laughs> Random. Yeah, and then Yujiro tag matches. Oh, oh, Tai Ishimori versus a young lion. But yeah, that's the only thing that matches. But yeah, did you see uh, Takahashi doing the Mendoza spot? Oh. It was just like, why <laughs> Mendoza? Then running brilliant. away really fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's fucking 100% entertainment, that guy. Oh, it's so good. Charisma for days. Um, Slammiversary um, locks of the week, then. I think EC3. Yeah, I think it has We know the good brothers. Uh, we know it can't be Rusev. It won't be Mike Bennett. Well, he might be on both TNA and Ring of Honor, so... Mm, yeah, true. but if TNA are actually wanting to make an effort... Like, how much did he really do for Impact? I think Heat Slater shows up as well. Hmm. Yeah, Heath Slater would, would work quite well there. Um, who Heath else? Heath Slater and Rhino being the tag team. Eric yeah. Young. Yep, Eric Young definitely. Yeah, yeah. If, if he if he's on the market, then yeah, I think Slater and Rhino is going to happen. There was that video on round of Rhino cutting a promo backstage about he needs a tag team partner, and he mentions a guy who's got kids. So I think uh, uh, well, Slater will be there. Who else? Who else was released? Primo and Epic. Leo Rush. Leo Rush. He's advertising his last wrestling match happening in two Oh, days. yeah, of course. He's retiring. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Never going to wrestle again, red. apparently. Oh, yeah. Eric Rowan. They've been showing Eric yeah. Rowan in the promo shots when they're doing the the, the Wyatt and oh, Strong. Yeah. So I wonder if they'll have him involved in the Swamp match. Oh, oh yeah. Give him a payday. Yeah. Could... Could they pull off the fucking coup and have the fourth person in that world title match be Chris Hero? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, give me that. Give me that, please. <laughs> if so, and I, I'm saying this on air, if so, I will go back watching Impact every week. Wow. He would, he would genuinely. He, Having him the impact, impact reviews on uh, tubitsports.com, yeah. <laughs> I would bring back the website. Nothing else but impact reviews. You know tubitsports.com, it may as well be. It's always going to be <laughs> me talking. I'm going to be the fucking J.E. Snowden for Chris Hero. That's how fucking much love I'll give him. I'll, fuck, I'll fluff him something good, so I will. That fucking Kenny Omega tweet. I love Kenny Omega just as, as much as the next guy. But dear God, he ranked his favorite Kenny Omegas, and one of them, a lot of them, were about what he was wearing. But, one, but he's wearing new pants. Yeah, he's got a new yeah, hat. He's got problems that too. Yeah. He's got a new hat. Um, then the best match, worst match stuff. Um, I'm struggling to think for best match. You never did the champions <laughs> maybe be this week segment, Steve. Was there anyone pinned? Um, yes, on SmackDown. Uh, Bailey. Bailey, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, Bailey. No, Bailey won. They won their match. Um, yeah, they won oh, theirs. Who was it? Um, Biggie. Biggie, yes, yes, yes. Singles match in a tag Biggie, team. I'll still else. count it, though. Arthur lost to yep. Randy. It wasn't for a 24 mm. 7 title. Oh, man, it should have been. That would have been hilarious. Uh, <laughs> Randy, no it's one wants to go anywhere near him. <laughs> <Yeah. fuck. laughs> 
Uh, I know Kyrie. Kyrie got pinned on Raw, didn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't. I didn't notice anything egregious, anyway. Yeah. No. Um, but oh, I, I the, need the FT, to. The FTW, I need to plow on. The FTW champ uh, had the title. <laughs> <you know. laughs> uh, not recognised title as they called out, despite the fact it was defended last week on Dark. Yeah. This PC is about to take off, so I need to yeah, okay, move through before the thing up. crashes. Uh, so best match I think was AJ and Riddle probably just off the top of my head I can't think of anything else that I was really really impressed by yeah and even but FDR that and you, Lucha Bros didn't work didn't like that no. match I, I liked why. parts of it I didn't, there was other parts, parts sloppy yeah. it was yeah it was yeah. not um, the best uh, I'd probably agree with you I'm trying to think of what else Black kind of Murphy was. Black Murphy yeah. Good, but it's been uh, yeah. it seems to be a, in case of 10 minutes to spare yeah break glass sort of Ray. situation for them at the moment which yeah. is why Ray and Andrade there for yeah it's, oh, part, it's part of the reason I want Black to kind of go that bit more heelish and as a layout Drew because then you can't have a heel as for Black against a heel buddy Murphy yep as much as I love both of those guys and I love that matchup it's been done to death at this stage I need to change also where the fuck's the hacker gimmick yeah that's disappeared mm. Where's it'll it? be like, on Raw because it was Mustafa Ali <laughs> give me back the hacker gimmick and give me back Mustafa fucking Ali please yeah. Worst match. Um lastly Ricochet possibly. Nightmare Yeah. And as much as I love Shotzi, Indy versus Shotzi wasn't great either. That's the best. No. Yeah. I, I like Indy as a couple well, of contenders. Fair, but just that whole that whole thing with the Robert Stone brand needs the Robert Stone brand needs something more credible than Aaliyah. Uh, yeah. best segment? Nothing's jumping out at me like previous weeks. The opening promo of SmackDown? <laughs> that was pretty fun, yeah. Maybe Jericho, but I'd also, in That's some weird way, call match. it the worst. Yeah. <laughs> it was both the best and worst of the week. I mean, Jericho's yeah. reaction to getting covered in orange juice. Yeah, Jericho yeah. on commentary. Yeah. $7,000 jacket. Yeah. Um, I, worst, I'd nearly put Rollins promo in there because I was getting really bad. It's like, oh my god, please stop uh, talking. You know what, fuck it. For best segment, I'm going to give an honourable mention to Shayna. Mm. Oh yeah, actually that's it. That's mine. Short, Shana. sweet, Bang. to the point. The way she Ninjas. should be delivering promos. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going, yeah, I'm going to say Shayna for best segment uh, Best segment for me. I also quite enjoyed Braun Strowman's promo last night. It lasted 30 seconds, but it was yeah. very impactful. him rambling for a bit too, was it? Yeah, loved it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, maybe Shayna. I'd probably go Shayna. That was that was fun. There was ninjas there. I mean, it's always got a leg up if you got some ninjas. Tazawa, like Tazawa, just the backing off bit from Tazawa icing on the cake. But yeah, what do you think, Nick? Um, I'd probably still stick with Jericho promo or Jericho commentary. But yeah, I did. Commentary was amazing. Yeah, he's good. But like this, Chris Jericho kid, he's got a future. But like you know, Tony and Excalibur are like you know the greatest tag team fired the greatest commentary team of all time all time Snowden you weirdo time. and by the way Fucking look pervert. at me ranked Kenny Omega in his boxer shorts yeah exactly yeah Jesus uh, worst segment <laughs> I'd still maybe put Jericho in yeah, there as well Jericho's uh, no, uh, other first part of his night yeah yeah, yeah. I was, he kind of made it funny because Ortiz was selling it like he was shot and Jericho told him get up you idiot it was kind of funny, but 
Like, it was good and bad, that promo. But, uh, worse than, I don't know. Um, oh, the Lacey, Lacey Evans promo. The oh, Lacey that's Evans bad. Promo. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, Lacey Evans was, I'm going to turn your glow into a sparkle, sweetheart. That was the promo. This woman was a former Marine. Have her be a fucking badass. She could legit, literally, has been trained to kill people. Sonya Blade. She needs to be Sonya fucking Blade from Mortal Kombat. Like... I, don't, I know I don't, that stomps on Ronda Rousey's gimmick, but still. Fuck, she hates us fans, so it doesn't matter. We're a Lacey Evans podcast now. Lacey Evans. <laughs> yeah. And her music is still class. Uh, uh, I'd probably go, yeah, Lacey Evans. Revival not Lacey able Evans. to start a car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man, if, if the one thing you do over and over again driving cars down that little alleyway and that was not working for you you know you had an off week you reckon the derby was supposed to drive in in a ca- or drive in being towed in by a car with, with the skateboard it's like the but, gym, you remember that game on the Mega Drive or the Playstation 1 that was called Sketching yes. the idea was it was like Road Rash where you'd, you'd be on rollerblades or a skateboard and you'd hang on to the back of trucks that's what Derby Allen could have done he was yeah. sketched in on the back of they're, yeah, they're going to have Derby sketch his way in but uh, they couldn't start up the truck so they had to do the lights out <laughs> they should have shown that too he comes in in the truck he's like oh shit it's not moving and he goes just turn off the lights and he appears yeah. you just see him turning off the lights and running through the arena <laughs> gets over the top rope and jumps off with a skateboard have at you you know uh, yeah good times that's uh, we've done lock of the week it's just time for plugs really Gordo and then we, we can take it home before my computer explodes yeah we will take her home and then I can go get fucking shit faced not as shit faced as I will tomorrow hey. night though because fuck the horror show at Extreme Rules <laughs> um, but yeah if people do want to get more of us here at the Alleged Wrestling Podcast you can get us on all your favourite podcast apps so we're on iTunes we're on Google Podcasts Spotify SoundCloud essentially wherever you're listening now you're going to find us there again every week because you know we're trying to take over everywhere um, also make sure you can find us on Stitcher as well if you if you're, you ever use Stitcher uh, if you are listening somewhere that does have a rating system make sure to leave us a 5 star rating because the more positive ratings we get the better to reach so the more people who can listen to us be fucking idiots every week uh, you can also get us on the Wrestling Soup Network at WrestlingSoup.com go on there there's ourselves the Wrestling Soup Boys and also a host of other podcasts for whatever your podcast needs are Make sure to check out the Soup Boys themselves. Uh, they've done a fantastic show on their oh Patreon, the Frankie gosh. Gus show on the 10th of July, where they uh, reviewed sex ed videos. It is one of the funniest, genuinely one of my favorite <laughs> Soup moments. I don't know how many of their shows I've listened to, hundreds, but this is one of my favorite segments they've ever done. So make sure to check them out on WrestlingSoup.com. Show it them was some love. Extremely and... racist towards Irish people, though. Extremely it's racist. Extremely racist. Stop it, TV. Stroke me clover. Oh, <laughs> stroke me clover. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, make oh, sure it was to check so them funny. out. They're absolutely fantastic lads. They've always been great to us and they're absolutely fucking hilarious. So show them some love and make sure to check out their Patreon as well, where they're churning out an insane amount of content. Honestly, best five odd quid I spend every month is on that Patreon, genuinely. 100%. Um, also, got me through the lockdown. It was a show every day. Yeah, you know, it's they've kept us sane through the lockdown. They really have. That's no exaggeration at all. Um, and also, shout out to our good brothers over at Canvas Theory. That's www.canvastheory.com. And make sure you use the promo code AWP for Alleged Wrestling Podcast to get 10% off your entire order. Currently, still only shipping to the US because of this whole COVID shit, but it will be coming to Europe. I promise. I, 
I can access his store now legally. Oh. I can just set up European shipping or something and fuck him over. Oh, Perfect. we can make shit of it. Um, <laughs> and I do also want to give a shout out to something we often forget to plug on here, which is our Twitter. Most of the regulars will already be chatting to us on Twitter. And we always have a great laugh with everyone. So please make sure to follow us on there. It's at 2 Bit Wrestling. Our DMs are always open. Do you have any ideas for us to fucking talk about Anton or just shoot the shit? Or if you want to send in feet pics, you know, whatever. You know, I, I, I'm all for for B shows because we, we need to do more. Yeah. Yeah. We had a thought. Especially Deliverance. Deliverance has demanded a new B show. We had a thought, and I think I mentioned it to I've mentioned it to you, but I'm gonna try and float this out there for some of your listeners. Patty had a genius idea um of going with one more movie show, uh, one more decade movie show of the noughties. Or we could mm-hmm. just do, we could even just not even limit it to naughty, just do Audies. 21st century. Yeah, yeah. So just do 21st century movies. Okay. One final movie de- decade, we'll say. And then, as a follow on to that, do one final movie podcast of All Stars in true RuPaul's Drag Race fashion, where we take the ones <laughs> we basically we suggested from that didn't make the semi finals. So mm. from quarterfinals backwards. Ones that we think may have gotten hard done by, potentially ones that were doing well and got golden buzzard and didn't quite get the run they deserved, or just ones that really we want to talk about even more. You know, give a bit of extra love to Fatal Deviation in there. You know, the all the their... <laughs> <laughs> But you know, but, it still but, feels but, like it got robbed. We don't necessarily need to go with the whole semi-finals thing. We can just go with you know what were the ones that we think could have done better and deserve a bit of love and just have. One final movie one we can just chat shit about some of our favourite movies as well before then moving on to the likes of video games and stuff like that. So that might be something for us to do. The demand is there for a video games one. I'm all for um, doing a I'm all for doing video games. Might break up the now we have done a video games one for anyone listening. We've done the best ever, you know, where we encompassed everything. We've talked about a few ideas like best platformer, best retro yeah. game, best PS one, PS two, PS three, PS four, whatever. You can make the semi. Um that, that's why that's why I think you do the 21st century movies just as one final one then do the video games to break it up and come back to the all-stars one at a later day when we trim down which ones we want to make it into it but yeah i was thinking maybe we round out the movie side of things first at least the decade ones before we start going into video games and stuff like that because otherwise we're jumping or back do you always forth. yeah i will figure it out yeah um i am afraid now because this thing is starting to make noise and it's roasting hot so I, I think it's time to say good night all. Good night, Evil, because he won. Evil. He won. 